Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Bros Who Think Podcast. My name is Lennon Burton, a.k.a. Young Boy d a.k.a. The People's Champ, a.k.a. Beer Gang, Icy Gang, Icy Main is in the motherfucking building. The vibes is back, the energy is up, nigga, me and Doom over this Pelican shit, nigga. Them niggas is whack. We gonna talk about them later next year. But me and Doom about to get a new coach, and then when we get the new coach, we probably making the playoffs because we probably gonna trade uh, Drew Holiday too, just to keep it a bean. But that's beside the point. Let me introduce my co-host. As always, to my right, we got Mr. Brooklyn, and to the bottom, Do Rag Doom is here in the building. Brooklyn, how you doing yes, today, my brother? I'm doing good, baby. I'm doing good. I'm staying away from the basketball with you this week, bro. You crazy, bro. All my teams is out. I ain't got nothing to say, bro. I mean, Portland in there for you. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's just me taunting you. That's different. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah, your team, <laughs> your garbage teams played their heart out, and now they at home. Shit is hilarious. Facts. They golfing. Yeah, they, they fishing, for sure. Also joining <laughs> me is, like I said, Durag Doom. How you doing, my brother? I'm good, man. How y'all feeling? How y'all niggas doing? Can't complain, bro. You know, same old, same old shit. Also, joining us today on the pod, we have our special guest is Tommy Rouge. He just dropped his new album, and I always like to call it Young Nigga, Rich Nigga, Real Nigga, but that's not the name of it. That's just the, the idea of it, And but the album's called Forever the Code. Y'all definitely go check that out, but he will be coming on the show a little bit later, but we got some things to get into. Man, I hate when we drop some shit, and then some shit happens the day we drop. So the Drake right. the Drake song dropped. Uh, was a laugh now, cry later. The album title dropped. Uh, certified lover boy. That's coming probably by the end of the month, if not the month after. And yo, he featured Lil Dirk. Song was hard in my opinion. I dug it. They had some Kanye jabs. We gonna get to all of that. But what you niggas thought about the song, man? I'm gonna start with I'm gonna start with Doom, bro, because Doom looks like he got something to say. I mean, I I like the song. So don't let nothing that follow that statement change that i like the song but anybody but dirt man <laughs> and dirt wasn't bad but anybody but dirt why okay we talked song. about this on our group chat for like two days and then you stopped responding to me why do you not like dirt on this song why do you not like know, dirt I f- <laughs> no i like dirt i like dirt that's like what i'm Dirk saying fit, don't, bro. Like, don't like, let don't let that statement kind of get where i'm standing twisted because i like dirt and i like the song but I think for the type of song it was, it was like that mainstream radio hit type song. But see, Dirk won that. You could have put anybody on there. But anybody, see, oh, and but they got they got a per. Okay, do you not agree that there's a purpose to Dirk being on that song? This goes to my conspiracy theories. He put I, Dirk I, on that song as a shot to yay. Chicago, Chicago. He yeah. like, you look, I got these Chicago killers, nigga. You don't need Chicago streets where you at. And then, and then that, it, that's exactly it. You hit it on the head right there. That's like, exactly and it. I think that's perfect. And then Dirk came in with his street shit. Dirk has some some jabs. And, and Dirk, I, I mean, Dirk, Dirk trying is to go the, mainstream right now. Dirk is the biggest Chicago rapper from that from that that group of Chief and them. You know, and what I'm if saying? we I being mean, honest, Dirk might be the most popular Chicago rapper right now at this moment. At this right. very moment. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I can't think of anybody who's not saying he's bigger close. than chance in them niggas, but I'm just no, saying I'm not saying bigger. I meant like popular is popular why, yeah. right now. And I think yeah. Dirk then Dirk has worked grinded his ass off and put out a shit ton of mixtapes and he's now so I think consistent. he's trying to he's trying to get the radio play. Right. But you know what? You know what? I take my take back because y'all niggas convinced me. 
if I'm Drake and I want to send a message that, yo, I got these Chicago street niggas with me, Dirk is the perfect selection. Yeah, bro, right. that's what I'm saying. And then when Drake come with this- I didn't look at it from that angle. He came at no, it like no this. Distance between us is not a store. This isn't a closable gap, nigga. Who just made a gap deal? Fuck you, yay, nigga. Oh, I fuck with it. I fuck with it. Tired of beefing with you bums. You can't even pay me enough to react, nigga. You niggas some bums, bro. Fuck you niggas. And I'm petty. Not only do I have the Chicago niggas on deck, my video at the Nike store, nigga. Fuck Adidas. This whole shit is not. Come on, fam. This is amazing. This is amazing. Anybody denies the fact that the video was amazing. The video by itself. The whole song. No, Brooklyn, everything about this is amazing. The video speaks for itself. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the video barely needs interpretation. Mm -hmm. He he made the message, and the message was very fucking clear. Um, I don't think anybody who watched that video could think that it wasn't jabs at uh, what's his face. Like, if I'm Adidas, I'm sick. Like, if bro, I'm, I'm Adidas, I'm so sick. Air, bro. I want to kick Pusha T in his ass. I want to be like, yo, dog, you fucked up our whole shit. Like, I know Adidas is hurting because that would have been at the Adidas compound. He'd have probably had Adonis in the video with the with the Adidas kids clothes. Like, shit would have been lit. Yeah. Adidas. Adidas yo, they fucked themselves. Jumping. That's crazy. Like, how big of a loss is that for Adidas? Like, I can't believe they it's did major that. Lo- bro, that's... that's- the 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 loss isn't even like countable. Like it's uh, I, I can't even put it into a, do, a dollar sign because that's how much they lost, bro. Yo, they lost bad, bad. And then Dirk hit him with the "Can you not play that little boy in the club?" Because we do not listen to rats. Oh, Takashi, Takashi, bars, bars at your head top. Don't say nothing to Dirk. Dirk didn't hit, and this is this the this the this the shot to Ye from Dirk bringing Drake to the hood. Surround Drake by Drakes, nigga, in Chicago. Even though I got a case, nigga. What's up? What's up, yay, nigga? You 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 trying to make Jesus talk or Jesus TikTok, nigga? You out there clowning, trying to run for president, and these niggas sending shots, nigga. Fucking your bitch. Wait, I got a Drake line about him fucking his bitch. Wait, wait, wait. What that line crazy, that I told bro. y'all? Hold on, I told y'all about this line. Where is that? I could be stre- this is the one that I was stretching. Uh, uh, I don't, I can't find it right now. Damn. Whatever. I thought it was. I thought it was in here. I'm gonna have to look through our tech. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no, this song was fire. So this this get y'all excited for the album because I think this oh, album. Yeah, sure. I, I think this yeah, might be the best album. You gonna say that every time? No, 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 no. I, look, I think this might be the best album post. If you're reading this, is too late. I'm saying like everything pre. If you're reading this too late, it, it's gonna I have to take so. time to judge. But I feel like this album being that. And we're gonna get we're gonna talk about this next. Being that it's OVO, which he posted at the un, under the thing, it's like right. no money, no longer yo, young money, no longer cash money, even though I think he's gonna give Wayne a percentage because that's his dog. And he he said that pretty much in his IG post how much he respect that man. But he independent now. So I think he but well, he's not fully independent yet. But like it, Columbia it's, or something like that. It's, I think it's Republic Universal. Republic, yeah. It's him and, but they're doing like a distribution thing, so he's not yeah. even like it's, it's his label with them distributing, so... It's kind of like... Uh, he, he halfway independent, halfway that's, that's That's pretty much independent, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's nobody you gotta... You don't but gotta get control approved. the whole thing. Yeah, he, he has full control, but Universal's still making a cut off it, though. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's not but like they fully like... He can't do a job. He can't yeah. do shit for him. And I, so he, and I'm, he had to pay somebody regardless. Facts. And I'm sure he gonna sign a new deal after this, but this, this one album is definitely gonna be... 
for him getting fully bred. So that's what I'm saying. Like, this is the time for him to get as much money as he can off his shit. I'm sure he don't own his masters. So this is a time to where you know Birdman not giving them shit up. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, full fact, like if this is the thing I own, I'm giving it 110%. Right. That's yeah. why I'm saying it's gonna be his best shit. I respect that. I, yeah, I definitely I can't, I can't, I can't deny that. that. Yeah, and I, I think I think the single, like the just the artistry in the single, like you said, the way because he could have just came out with a track just What's straight, bullshit? talking shit about Kanye, just this, you know, a typical diss track. He hit it, but the way he dissed him through the art is crazy. Yeah, like, and I. Y'all, y'all put me on something I didn't even think about. The fact that he got dirt was a shot in itself. That's what I didn't even saying, realize that till The fact he now. got dirt, the fact he in the Nike store, like, it's just, it all play into the shit. It's like, this is why our conversation last week when I say he's the best artist, he's so fucking calculated, bro. Like, to the to the T, like, everything. Sometimes you be making up calculations, though. I'll, I'll be on. All right, all right, Brooklyn. You ask some shit up that don't this, even be in the damn... Equation. I'm, I'm reaching with all of this, but like these reaches make sense. Like this don't. I don't think he just going to the Nike store for no. Like, come on, fam. No, like, no, the Nike you thing. You are 100 yeah. right with that. The Nike that thing, no and then question. when he did the uh, when he did the chosen one shit with Dirk, when they both had on the big jersey. I mean, the big uh, suits. Like how you said before, in when the you said, gap uh, line. He want to be uh, Kanye want to be number one. And you can't be the... I'm the chosen one, nigga. You see me with the baggy all white with the LeBron shit? Come on, bro, bro fam. I was like, chill, bro. Chill, you killing him, bro. Like, that's what I'm... Like, he, this nigga knows what he is doing, bro. Like, he knows 1,000%. And this is why I say, like, as great as Beyonce is, Beyonce not doing calculations like this. Bro, we're not, we we not, not doing the math. Back up, bro, we're not making this All right, we don't have to bring that back up. But I'm just I saying, this shit is crazy. for the next 30 minutes on that. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll let that rock. <laughs> this your week, bro. And, this we your know, week. and we know Doom would debate me for 30 minutes. Doom, would. Doom has been debating about Lil Uzi for four months. So, That's facts. a fact. So, but all fact. right, so I wanted to bring up this conversation that they had on the Joe Budden podcast because I want to see how you feel, y'all feel about this. So Drake went on, on Elliot Wilson's post about Wayne's crown where he was talking about Drake. And Drake said, this man believed in me after so many uh, never called again or just didn't see it to begin with. Most selfless artists uh, ever, never held any of us back, always pushed us forward for every single night in people's faces, 20K packed in or into the arena. And he had us a whole set in his show dedicated to introducing us for years. All the praise and credit due to this. He is the GOAT, my mentor, my brother. So he's talking about Wayne. And it was talking about on the uh, Joe Budden podcast, kind of why do you think it went that way for Wayne? And it's, it's just fucked up how Universal handled Drake compared to Wayne, how Wayne found all these niggas and Birdman held him back and he just didn't get a blank check from Universal. Like, here, bro, you deserve this. You, put, you did all this. And he didn't get paid with the old. Basically how Wayne should get whatever he wants from these people. Now, and I got to agree with them niggas, bro. They did Wayne dirty, bro. Wayne found Drake, Nikki, Tiger, And my thing is, I wanted to expand that conversation because I knew they wouldn't do this. But we always credit Ho for finding J. Cole, Kanye. Like, to me, it could be argued Wayne's the best CEO. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, for sure. I mean, like, like... Best rapper CEO. Like, who who has found better talent than Wayne? When you add, when you add Drake... And and Nikki into the conversation. You don't even tie them, bro. Don't matter, bro. The other people don't matter, though. That's what I'm saying. Like when you put those two right there, I can't find nobody. That's top two. Where, where, where are we going from there? You know what I mean? Like 
The only best female is- rapper and the best male rapper. Like I get Jay Z found Rihanna, Kanye, and and J Cole, and that's huge. But that- Rihanna, Rihanna, like for me, I told you, Rihanna fell off to me once. Once she stopped making music, I don't even consider her an artist as a businesswoman. That's and it. then Kanye was founded by Dame Dash. If we're gonna keep right, it a, exactly. A if we're gonna keep it a buck, Jay Z yeah. definitely didn't find him. And Jay Z only found Cole. He nigga rap anyways. And he didn't even want to hear Cole rap. The only reason why is because they he kept Cole kept throwing CDs in his car. Both so of like, them niggas, he went hit. Both of them niggas rap. So technically, and I, and I just think <laughs> I just think Wayne don't get enough props, man. I really don't. Like I he think Wayne should don't. Wayne should be getting a blank check from the labels. Wayne should get whatever he want. Like Wayne has put up with so much and it just baby a fuck nigga bro like I gotta I just gotta I gotta keep it I know they cool now and everything and and I respect baby but like he did Wayne so dirty that's a fact and I'm gonna I'm tell you why I think Wayne is the greatest I think the only nigga that could even be debatable would be Diddy but I don't think he's found the top tier talent. Yeah, like, I don't think Diddy Drake has. Drake to me, he would Drake, Drake to me is oh gosh, the artist <laughs> of our generation, bro. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's nobody at the Drake that hasn't been since fucking, you know, a Wayne Hove, Mike, somebody like that. Like, but I don't even think Wayne and Hove. Well, was no, I get right. what you're saying. No, yeah, Prince, and, Prince like, and Michael, that was right. No, that that's right. No, you yeah. you one thousand percent right because I I just say saying, I say I say Hove and Wayne in, in the sense of rapper. But if you're talking in terms of sales and like everything he's done impact as an artist, then you're right. It's yeah. it's one thousand percent Prince Mike because that's what you're looking for as a CEO. You're not looking for who got the hardest bars, bars or who's yeah, the best thanks. respected rapper. Like as somebody who getting in the business with artists, you're looking for who can make the most, most profitable. profitable. Yeah. You know what I mean? And nobody has came close to Drake since those niggas are named. Facts. And the reason why Wayne should be celebrated as what he is, because think about the level of money that is around Drake, and they still was able to keep their business just like, nigga, you my nigga. I'm putting yeah. you on. Like, and like, he's still we, taking we care of Wayne. Not- even now, even though he independent, I think he's still going to be considered, like he still considers himself young money. He might not be cash money, but I definitely think Wayne getting, Wayne getting some bread, just like Jay Prince and, and, uh, and uh, fucking J- uh, Jazz Prince getting some bread. They might not, yeah. they might not get the full, the percentage they got before, but I think, I can see, I can see Drake giving them both like five to 10%. Yeah, no doubt. And I, I think now, that's big though, because all of those niggas that you just named, yeah, they've true. all had accusations of like fucked up shit contractually happening with my baby. You've never heard of that shit with Wayne and Drake, yep. and Nikki and all them. Like they still to this day, they all got high praise for Wayne. And that just shows how, it, how G keep it, man. Yeah. And it just he shows like- talk about that. He he owed that respect. That's what I'm saying. We gotta, we gotta give Wayne his flowers, man. Like I understand he doing these this rap show and shit just because that's what he gotta do right now. And I'm glad he living his life, explore, do other things. But I think Wayne should get a CEO job. I think if Wayne wants that, I think he can find talent. Granted, little Chucky, little Twist, gutta gutta in them, they wasn't that great. But I feel like those was his niggas and people he was around, so he was just putting yeah. his niggas on. I think if Wayne is actively, I think if he actively searching for someone like a Drake or a Nicki, he can do it again. That's a fact. Like, I, I believe that 1,000%. Brooklyn, your face saying you do not drink. Drake is a one-in-a-generation kind of talent, nigga. I'm you wildin', bro. For sure, uh, 1,000%, but I think you could find... That's somebody. why my face got crazy. All right. Like a tiger. Wow. I think you could find a tiger. 
Well, yeah, them niggas, I can go find you one right now, nigga. I don't think you, I don't know, I don't know. Talk, nigga. Nah, bro. This nah. with some club bangers, just, nigga. If I, I want to find a nigga to go find me some club bangers. And, 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 and to doom argument about looking for money, Tiger provides so much money for a label. Like, you bro, got, listen. like, look, Tiger keep a radio hit on him. But that's what I'm getting at, bro. We can get, bro, that's a he got dozen, a new bro. one coming. He got a new one coming. He is out of here, bro. I'm telling you. Tiger bro. is out of here, bro. He As had, two men like, from Louisiana, y'all know them club hits come easy around these parts. I don't find that very hard. I don't. I don't find I don't know. Because, wait, See, wait. I listen to a lot of nigga music every every week. <laughs> niggas send music in all the time. And a lot of them niggas is ass, bro. I, I feel that. But I'm saying the niggas that found their formula to make club music in Louisiana, oh, for these sure. niggas got like 50 hits. Yeah, but why these not? These niggas yeah. don't miss. But the thing is, if they had 50 hits, they'd be but on the radio. I but think they, that got a lot to do with... That, that got a lot to do with Louisiana culture. Mm. Like just the way the way we are there. Like you could be a local nigga, like like a level, uh, you know what I mean? Somebody like that, where you get a nice little sound and people respect you, and you could just run with it because niggas like to party, niggas like to turn up. Yeah, that's true. It's not like that everywhere. And also, I and also what happened I, to be? I don't know. His shit froze. I don't know if he's still here. Let's see. Let's see if his ass is still here. All right, I'm on. Oh, there he go. He was he back. going hard too. Yeah, what you go. what you was saying, bro? Look, not his shit straight. You good now? What you was it saying? Was me? Yeah, oh, it was you. It was. I thought it was me too. I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, my so shit now, what, what you was saying about? Because my my point is, none of them niggas on the radio. Like none of them niggas pop off. Well, they don't pop off because these niggas, uh, in terms of like how they want to do or who they want to do business with, they ignorant. Mm-hmm. When it comes to Yo, if you did this with this person, I can elevate you to here. That is true. But instead, these niggas don't want to... They want to be hood rich. And they're not wrong with being hood rich. I'm that, 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 that is very true. I, I, as someone who's looking at this shit all the time, and that's, my, that's the other thing. It's like, a lot of these niggas are super, super talented, but it's like, their business is horrible. <laughs> like, right. And I think that's, that's what it is. Fact. It's horrible. That's a fact. Would you say, B, you think, you think it was what? I was like, I just, I just think that's what it is. Like they, they, as far as how they come to it from a business standpoint, they suck. Yeah. And I think that's why uh, when, when we talk about people like Drake and you talk about people like, like Rihanna and shit like that, where they can put the, they can, they can act, they can do, they can be in the business, they can handle their own business, and they can put out quality music. That's that's tough, nigga. That's yeah. tough. It is the yeah. business side of it is what makes or breaks you because like you could be the most talented nigga in the world, but if you don't know how to make money off of your talent, then it's like right. That's what's that's what's holding you back. No, one thousand percent. So I just want to shout out Drake and Wayne. That song is fire. I don't think he ain't putting out no response. That nigga trying to make Jesus TikTok, nigga. You you keep eating Chick Fil A trying to make Jesus TikTok, bro. And Pusha T keep losing Adidas fucking money talking about cracking cocaine. You niggas lost. I don't care what nobody say. You niggas lost the war, dude. Can we say that now? They lost the war, oh, yeah. bro. Easy. Easy. Oh yeah. And, and Adidas, <laughs> Adidas took the biggest L. Yeah. Like they lost the war, like Kanye and Pusha lost the war, but Adidas took the biggest L. Adidas Hands hasn't down. lost this big since Hands they down, didn't bro. sound LeBron James for an extra twenty million. <laughs> Yo, if y'all yeah. watch the documentary on the shoe game, the uh, is the I think it's called the Soul Collector, or it's called it's 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 something with Sonny Vaccaro. It's the ESPN th- Thirty for Thirty Soul Man. Adidas had LeBron James in a office. He was gonna sign. 
they didn't want to fork over like either 10 million or 20 million extra. If they would have been looking at a man, billion dollar man, fucking dumb as shit. They lost a they lost LeBron, they lost Kobe. They even could have had Mike for an extra five. And they they lost Drake. They lost four of the biggest icons to the shoe game. Yo, Adidas is so stupid, bro. Like, I don't like. Like yeah. how you after you lose LeBron and Mike and Kobe, you, and now that you're on the rappers, how do you lose Drake? Like Drake was ready, he was ready to go. He was right there, bro. <laughs> y'all, y'all like, already like announcing the shit. Right, that's you what I'm saying. Like, he like, was gonna have a kids line. Like y'all not realize how much money that would have been for like they all been these... making money across the board, my nigga. Like bro, everything would have been gone. I would have one thousand percent bought my godchild some Drake Adidas clothes. Like, like these niggas about? out here fucking up, bro. <laughs> like, dude, you know you would have bought your child some Drake Adidas gear. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> like, That's a fact. What are we, we, talk- lie, what are we even talking about? Yeah, <laughs> like, yo, them niggas lost Buku. But let's talk about. You, uh, you gonna have to. You gonna have to change your head up, man. You got. You got to get to the winning team. Baby. Oh yeah, Nike. Yeah. Team, I didn't even peep. They about to but see it's, <laughs> Yo, it's true. But like, look, I, I, they do make comfortable clothes, but I do need to get me a Nike hat. That is they true. do. They, they're like Adidas makes very comfortable. I fuck with clothes. Adidas still. Yeah, I do. I really do. They make very comfortable shit. But Nike is just the brand. That's checks over stripes, nigga. For for fact facto. But let's talk about uh Stripe Man's significant other. Cause that if anybody went in, in the West household, it is Kim. It is not Kanye. Kim is doing something amazing. Shout out to uh my girl Alexis Chelsea. She is a former guest on the podcast, friend of the show, C Murder's daughter. And uh I, I hit her up the moment when I heard this news. I was like, yo, Lex, this is amazing. I'm super happy for y'all. I think it's gonna happen this time. And she said she thinks it's gonna happen as well. Kim K is trying to get C Murder out of jail, man. I look. I, if anybody can do it, it's Kim. I think she's going to use her Trump credentials and they're going to talk to the Louisiana corrupt government and get that shit popping because we know how corrupt Louisiana is. But if anybody can do it, it's going to be Kim. Like, she's going to use, she's going to leverage her power. So as much as niggas talk shit about the Kardashians, Kim doing some good shit with this shit. Yeah, that's a fact. So and I, I got to respect the bro because she one of them people that she do not have to be doing that shit at all. Right. At all. And I don't think she's so doing like, it for clout. Her, I really man. don't. Like, nah, like, like you said, she could be point, doing other not. things. The first couple shits that she helped, it got a lot of, you know, obviously anything she do gonna get a lot of news, you know. And that, right. But that's my but thing. It's like... After those... Yeah, after those first two, bro, she could have just chilled there and been, you know, everybody look at Kim like she's some superhero. But Also, if we want to keep it a bean, it. she don't have to help the black community as much as the black community kind of shuns her and tries to, like, talk bad about That's her family. That's a If we go call a spade a spade, bro, she don't she have to. Bro. She really like, don't. she could just focus on white people and, and be a billionaire. She still would. She wouldn't lose no money. And, That's like, as much as, as much as black people just hate, try to hate on them, she still try to help. You know how it's crazy to me to, to this day? Okay, bro. Nah, my bad. Go ahead. All I was going to say is to this day, it always bothers me that why don't we consider, except for the smaller ones, why don't we consider the Middle Eastern anymore? Like, these yeah. motherfuckers are so rich that they white. Yeah, That's they are, wild, bro. They are Yo, Middle I want to be so rich one time in my life that I'm not black no more, bro. Like, that's crazy, my nigga. <laughs> like, yeah, no, they are Middle that Eastern. Is, that, is a th- that is a fact. They are Albanian, like 1,000%. Bro, that shit crazy, bro. That shit nuts to me. Dude, what you was about to say, because I feel like you was about to tell black people or something. I feel like you was about to tell He was. No, nah, I mean, not not really. I was just saying, um, 
And not to backtrack to our our last part when we was talking when Kanye was going crazy and shit. We was talking about that, but she don't get enough credit by how she stand by this clown too. Yeah, that's you know a what I mean. Fit. While people could attack <laughs> Look, her, that's her fault. No, no, that's her fault. No, Brooklyn, she could have she could have divorced this nigga and took half. She they got five it. fucking, I mean, four fucking that's kids, bro. That's too many. That's too many, bro. Come on, bro. Hire nanny. She got money to eat this nigga alive. Bro, she could have took everything. Child support. (laughs) Took everything. Bro, I don't know if she would have won that. She didn't. What you mean you don't know? She I think she'd have been paying him alimony, my nigga. She, no, you don't she, think she got more money than nah. Well, she would have kept yeah, the kids. Up. I don't think she would have paid him alimony because I think she would have got the kids. I don't think, I think but I don't think she would have been paying. I don't think he'd have been paying her nothing. I think she got way more money than him. I don't know. That's crazy if y'all don't think Kardashian got more money. Yo. Okay, wait, no. The we family. We're talking about the rap game. we the family. Rap game. Nah, she got, no, she, she got, got money. Nah, she but, got more but, money. But Kylie, Kylie's but, richer than her. Well, yeah, but I mean. Kylie is astronomically richer than both of them. Hold on, right? bro. Wait, because I think we're well, we talking think... about Kanye and we're talking about a Kardashian, bro. Hold I on, don't bro. know I'm if Kanye you. got enough money. Okay, and... so Kanye net worth is $1.3 billion by himself. Kanye's net worth? Yeah, that's what they say. Is net... And Kim's net worth by herself is $900 million. I don't yeah. believe that Kanye shit. I was going I to take the whole Yeezy Adidas thing. That's that what I'm thinking. Took the, him to another. I got it. I got and then the Gap deal, like he, the clothing is what I think separates him. Yeah, I think I think it's I yeah. think it's and you got to you got to realize deals. I think that's what it is. You got to you got to realize that Kim didn't start her makeup shit till after Kylie and and Kylie already blew up. So Kim yeah, is playing shit catch up. Yeah. So it's like, I, I think she would end up paying that nigga. She would have look. She'd have got half of everything. That nigga Ye would have been in up shit's creek and then she would have won regardless. Yeah, she would have won regardless, nigga, though. Yeah. She didn't hit him with the mental health shit. Like this nigga is crazy. He don't have no That's right to take care of our kids. I, I don't even saying. think she would have had There's to. The judge no would have already he knew. Was going in court. <laughs> it would have been impossible for this nigga Ye to go in court and try to prove that he was the, the nigga. Judge would have been like, nigga, stop it up. Yo, could you imagine it that nigga Ye in bro. court, bro? That would have been. Yo, TMZ would have been there. Film, it would have been. I'd have felt bad. Like he'd have probably been cried. At him like nigga, no. <laughs> he'd, have, he'd have cried, bro. He'd have did some crazy shit. Like she tried to take my kids away. <laughs> he'd have been in the yelling, bro. Bro, they, that would have been legendary. They would have had to escort him out, bro. <laughs> Yo, Boondocks, uh, uh, Sean Magruder. If you listen to this, you could take that idea. Just get a when Kim Kardashian divorces Kanye and y'all show the courtroom scene. That would be fucking hilarious in primetime TV. But shout out to Kim. Shout out to C Murder and the family. Shout out to Alexis again. I hope everything works out for you, girl, because y'all y'all's family deserves it. Dude, man, I, you sent us an interesting article that the bubonic plague wow. is in is in America. What, what is going on, dude? Please, man, please inform us. I don't us. know, but, bro, I was dying. They had, like, Wait. the top reply under that shit was like, yo, shoot that nigga. 2020 already <laughs> crazy enough, bro. Everybody was agreeing. They were so, like, shoot that nigga. So wait, California it. confirms the first human case of the plague in five years. What the fuck? A California man was confirmed to have contracted the plague earlier this week. The man, a South Lake Tahoe resident with California first case of the plague in five years in July. Colorado saw his case in five years in the Southwest. Yo, 
Yo. Okay, but uh, experts so say the, the first time. So experts say this is not something to fret about. The bubonic plague in the United States is not the same scenario as the historical bubonic plague, and we do not need to be afraid of the same situation. Medicine has progressed tremendously, and we could kill that shit easy. Okay. Yeah, once you said five years right. ago, I was like, oh, shit. all right, cool, cool, because yeah. because yeah. dude made me think we gotta go kill that nigga. <laughs> right. Bro, like, Twitter Twitter made it seem like yo, we gotta get him out of here. <laughs> They was going to hunt that nigga, nigga the, down. The bubonic plague is why I'm scared of corona. Yeah, that Could no you fact. imagine that shit happening in 2020? At the same bro? time, bro, that would be miserable. Like, what if that shit Niggas though, is just out. Like, what if, crazy, they, what if that bro. shit evolved? And now it's right? not like a, oh, Now it's like a corona man. bubonic fusion. Like some Dragon Balls. Shit. That would be <laughs> The disease is coming get us. Shit. I'm like, what? <laughs> let, who let y'all niggas let these things touch? Y'all working in the lab, my nigga. Come on. <laughs> Fuck. Yo. And then speaking of that shit, bro. Trump gotta be an idiot, dog. Trump, Trump keep trying to say, oh, we're, America's okay. I'm taking care of Corona. Joe Biden's an idiot. He's an old clown coot. And not Trump trying to get rid of the post office. Like, this nigga trying to rig the election hard, bro. He's trying to do everything in his power. Nigga said, if if he don't win, then it was rigged. Like, how you say some shit like that, he nigga? Russia working on, like, I don't get how he could openly be like, yeah, I got a meeting with Russia about the election. Like, why aren't we doing anything? That is crazy, bro. And then he, was like, he, then he was like, look, we got to do another four years of me because they rigged the first time just, just so we could keep it going. This, what is what is what is America like? Why are these Republican senators and shit saying them? Like, this do we want say, Trump do to, want. to be the king? Like, what are we talking about? Bro, this whole situation made me realize that the government is not as equipped to take care of us as we thought. <laughs> we're just humans, like, bro. <laughs> bro. Now we're just but Americans, I mean, bro. I, I always <laughs> thought, bro, it was like there was there was a certain group of people who dedicated their entire life to understanding how to do this type of shit. And then now that we here, it's you realize it's just a bunch of niggas. <laughs> just a bunch of random niggas that's Sit up in a room. They got it all together, but they ain't got shit together, bro. But the, but see, these other countries got it together. Like that's why a nigga got to get to Japan, bro. Japan like, that shit took is... care of this shit. New Zealand took care of this shit. Everywhere else living good. Wuhan had a big party the other day. They got us looking stupid, bro. COVID, like we look retarded. But this nigga Trump want to keep saying the China virus. Well, China partying, nigga. China partying. China virus. <laughs> It's the American virus now. We don't right. want to still getting <laughs> right. That's up. probably what they say in the news stations too. Like he called the China virus. Y'all the only ones that got it. <laughs> yeah, nigga. That's a fact. Florida got more than other countries. <laughs> right. Like that shit don't make no sense, bro. Yo, but shout out to Louisiana. Our numbers went down. We we, we this is the lowest we've been since he had to do the mandated mask order. So we going down. Hopefully, movie theaters. Don't open, open the up. bars, bro. If he open the bars, no, no, the bars got to stay closed, us, bro. Hopefully, he can open the movie theaters because I'm telling you, Brooklyn on see on September third. I am either driving to Mississippi or Texas to see the new Christopher Nolan movie, Tenet, baby. I'm going. Oh, shit, I'm going. nigga. I'm going to have to drive to fucking Texas my damn self. I'm, I'm going to be in things, it. Right? And shout out to Tra- shout out to uh, Travis Scott. He got the song of it. I thought that was huge for him to have the song of the Christopher Nolan movie. That shit, that shit is crazy. But let's get to some Trey song shit, man. Look, so over the weekend, Selena Powell and her friend Eliza were guests on the No Jumper podcast where they spoke about Trey songs and his alleged abusive sexual behavior. Eliza claimed that without her consent, 
Trey Song started peeing on her in the bathtub, also threatened to throw her phone off in purse off the balcony. She claims to have asked him several times when he could leave his hotel room or when she could leave his hotel room, to which he ignored her. And it took a minute for people to actually notice the allegations. This morning, Trey Songs became a trending topic and he addressed the allegations. I usually stay quiet on this, but I feel that in so many ways, the movement to fight for women who actually have suffered harassment and abuse on various levels have been hijacked by those who find it convenient for themselves to come up as they seek to destroy someone's life. Uh, Powell is not happy with uh, his response. Powell said, wow, woke up to this trending for two years. Now I tried to block this off, but fuck it, let's talk. April 6th, Trey Songs, you forced me to do something and threw my phone off the balcony. Refused to let me and another younger girl go. I'm used to being treated like shit, so I didn't know how to handle it, but called the police. You and I live in the same building. You said you you made it uncomfortable for me to live peacefully. I dropped the charges. Uh, fast forward now, I went to therapy. I healed. You were my favorite singer, so with being fucking scared, of knowing what you're capable of and living three floors down, plus just being beaten by Tory Lanes. I'm like stuck just through Tory Tory in there on the, side, on the side. I didn't think you've changed, you were your changed man. You, your son, and I'm still proud. Oh, whoa, she got a son with him. Also, she said, I'm offended, Megan. Like, come on, girl, please get your shit together. Uh, bitch, snitch on Tory. He had beat me the fuck up, then he shot you, bitch. Like, what the fuck? She's not uh, cooperating the police department. That's why it's not attempted murder. It's assault with a deadly weapon. I've seen it before. So, man, okay, well, Tory done for. God, damn, this Tory. bitch got the tape. Tory is done for. Now, Trigger, he pissing on bitches. I'm not shocked. Look, he would have bucked you. It, I'm not shocked. It looks at it all. Look, it looks real bad for Trigger because also. The uh, this is basically similar to what Kiki Palmer said in her interview yeah. with the Breakfast Club. So this is the second time. And look, I understand that we don't like to believe Selena Powell because she's the the rap thought who complains and 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 not without complains who lies and has been caught in lies before. But like, Trigger might be doing this, bro. I believe it, bro. I, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I ain't gonna lie. When I think of these these uh the R and B artists that super sexualize themselves. You think I know they have some sick shit. I know they own some mm. sick shit. Cause like, you know, like like Chris Brown and like Usher and these niggas, like, you know, they were they made it sexy, but they didn't go over the top. Yeah. Yeah. But like R. R. Kelly, Kelly and Trey Songs made it their point to be over the top with the sexual shit. I'm yes. not shocked that he's peeing on bitches. I'm not shocked that he's trapping bitches in his hotel room. <laughs> I'm not shocked he's beating bitches up. And I'm definitely not shocked that he treated somebody you got a kid with like that. I'm not no, shocked. I, I didn't I'm know not, that. Dude, how you feel about this, bro? Also, he letting a bitch call a call a nigga. Like, my thing is, if you date a white girl, she should never, ever. Yeah, like, ever they do some call dark shit in Hollywood. Yo, I don't talk about that. Like, I could never imagine any of the white women I've dated calling me the N word. Like, what? That's they know. Oh, wait, hold on. Like, like, no, bro. Like, quick. My girl gets so mad when she hears anybody say the N word or talk bad about. Like, my girl get more mad than me. Like, I would be. She would be like, oh, bro, I'd be appalled. <laughs> bro, that's a fact. Like, Chelsea and a bitch house down, and we're not even together, bro. So, like, that's what I'm saying. I can't, like, I can't imagine somebody. Oh, my girlfriend me would. Bro. My girlfriend would wants to fight anytime somebody does anything type rate. Like, if if like an old white couple's looking at us while we eating, my girl is quick to be like, "What y'all looking at?" <laughs> Right, oh, she, yeah. like she, she don't play. Smoke. Yeah, do doom doom, bro. I be, I'm I, I'm always on guard when I'm with her in public because I know she might do something to her. I gotta fight. <laughs> yeah, that's some real shit though. <laughs> but she hold it down, like. But damn, man, doom is not looking good for trigger. 
<laughs> See, man, my whole thing is this is because I'm I'm rolling with B. Everything he just said, I'm rolling. Like the nigga definitely got some kind of crazy, yeah, nasty side to him. Like we know that he, <laughs> when every song you drop is fucking, I bet the neighbors know my name and all this other shit. Like we know you into some sick sex shit. But if all this is coming from this, the same two girls that was on Adam 22 talking yeah, this, about this, this, them. suck seven Phoenix Suns off, like, you can't tell me you wasn't with the nasty shit. You, you know what I mean? You, you, just told, to you just told you just told Adam you sucked seven sons off in All right, one but wait. hotel room. But see, that's consensual. She's saying he she kept him. She the pissing she wasn't but, down but, for. Okay, but I, I, I accept that. But I'm saying you once the nigga posted them DMs, <laughs> once them niggas, once that nigga posted the screenshot from the DMs with the girl, I'm like. No question she was down. She just feeling played because the nigga was ghosting her. Mm. He was being playing her. She was begging to suck this nigga dick. She said, yo, I'm on my period, but I could suck some dick, though. And the nigga was like, nah. And then she was like, yo, I'm about to go to bed. Like, that hurry up, text me back so I can come through type shit. And he just wasn't hitting her back. Like, you can't tell me after a nigga do that, you would have a little motive to be like, man, fuck you. You know what I mean? Um, I agree. That's all okay. this is. I can see that, but I'm saying this. I'm saying this. I'm saying what you saying could be true and what she's saying could be true. I'm saying both instances to where like- nah, yes, No question. Like, yes, what you said, could that could be one day and, and that could be for 100% factual, but then see like the next day he could have did what she said. That's all I'm like, I'm saying both situations could have happened. And, and you absolutely right. And maybe this is fucked up, but I'm saying the odds of her getting peed on and not being down for it after you just sucked seven niggas off. Like, come on, man. You <laughs> you into that kind of shit too. Like people, people into what they into. Say, salty. Some people could say that I I I'd suck seven dicks, but you're not pissing on me. <laughs> like that could be the that's that's crazy. That is like, that is true. Like, that is like true, dude, but pissing saying, is nuts. Like, like. Sucking dick it, is different than getting is, pissed on. It is. It is. You are absolutely right. It's <laughs> yeah. nuts. Like, like I'd eat seven vaginas, not... but if a bitch try to piss on me, because <laughs> I like, come on, dude. Like, let's be. I, I'm going down you, seven no, vaginas. You, you, the first vagina that piss are. on me, we got a problem. <laughs> we got a fucking problem. <laughs> You're not just about nah, to fucking piss and, on me. And you absolutely right. <laughs> But we can't act like there's not a whole community of people oh, that yes. enjoy that kind of yes, shit. Yes, yes, 1,000%. But 1,000%. I'm saying she she, she seemed like but the how type we do, but see, that would be a little more that. open to some, some crazy... We can't. We can't. But I'm saying any bitch, especially when we looking at the DMs that was sent, like just her energy was that I'm down for anything. Just for let sure. me slide but that's through. two, but there's two of them. Though I one of the one that was sucking the seven dicks that got that got peed for sure. But the other one that that was his baby mama and the one that he said she was beating him and keeping a cat. Like all of these like there's two different there's two different women and it's two different situations. So I'm just saying yeah. trigger not looking good, especially with the Kiki Palmer shit. Like right. he said, the way you treat your baby mama, like your your son going to have issues. He going to have he gonna have a complex because his his you daddy fifty cent that fifty cent son complex, bro. Oh, it's gonna be bad. So I'm just I See, I don't my know. The thing is, I'm I'm not. I know Twitter and everybody else. They quick to get niggas out of here. I don't think he canceled you. You gotta you gotta show me a little proof, man. Like this nigga basically showed that he wasn't even pressed about you. 
You was begging him to slide through. And you gonna talk about it's not consensual? <laughs> well, anything you trying to rape this nigga? <laughs> I'm just saying they got two. I'm just saying they got two. It's two different situations. I get the one you talking about, but I'm talking about the other one that said he was she was kidnapped and then she was getting beat. So, yeah, I don't. But the one I'm, that, I'm still not rolling. And I get you could you could manipulate screenshots and all that shit. But if those screenshots he posted was real, wait, but you get that. You, not but you, you're not listening. What I'm saying, they got two different women. Those, the yeah, but he posted he posted the one that was accusing him of the shit though. Two, but no, I know what two you of mean. them. If, two, two women accused him of shit in that episode. The one who sucked the seven uh the seven sons person was the one who got peed on, and then the one that got okay. beat. Was the, was his baby mama who got kidnapped, quote unquote, okay. allegedly? So that's what okay. I'm, I'm. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I could rock with you on the one that got peed on, but all right, all right, the, the other one, yeah, the, that's what I'm saying. And then, yeah. then on top of that, that's the one but that said why, Tory Lane. Why does it? Why? Why do you only say something? Somebody kidnap you and beat you, and you only say something when the sons flip but she said, come out and say some shit? She said that she called, she had the police report filed, but the pressure and then dealing with it. Yeah, he said he'll make her life uncomfortable. And that he was messing up shit with her son. So like, I get it. Like, you gotta, under, you gotta Man, understand, dude, I'm like not, these- See, but that's crazy though. Like, like if somebody do some fucked up shit to me, you but gotta deal with that. It, it sucks. It might be uncomfortable, but you gotta, you gotta handle that because- what happens is you come out mad later and be like, oh, this happened. Then they kind of ruin your credibility. But you, you, know you got to, I, I get, I 1000% get what you're saying. But as, as women, it's different though. It's, di- it's different for them because they, you like, I, I watch Law and Order and all them shows all the time. And it's like, they don't know, like when, when trauma affects you, you can't determine when the trauma affects you. You know what I mean? Like it could, See, man. and I, and, and I, I get telling the cops, but some of them don't feel that they should, like some of them are scared to hit the cops up in it's in it's the experience that they don't want to bring that up. Like I'm saying that what you saying could be true. These bitches could just be lying for a check, but I'm a, I'm not going to just write them off. That's all I'm saying. I'm just not going to write them See, off. But my thing is, and I, I agree. Everything you just said is true. Like, People deal with trauma differently and all this shit. But if your excuse is I'm, I'm scared that it's going to affect my situation or change my life negatively and all this shit, then why say it now? It'll change your life negatively now. You know what I mean? She just ain't want to fuck her little money situation up. He probably was cashing out, taking care of her son. Like, you made that decision. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, it wasn't that traumatic. When you made the decision that a check was <laughs> enough, but she gotta to take care of her under son. The How she I, and I, I agree, but I'm saying, bro, there are women out here that are at the bottom of the bottom, taking care of what they gotta take care of. Like you, she made the decision to take the easy way out. <laughs> that's on you at that point. To me, that's just my opinion, and that could be wrong. I know people might. Talk yeah, shit they, about me. They gonna cancel, you know dude. <laughs> I ain't saying bro, shit. Y'all been quiet I'm just wilding over there in Vegas. I, bro, I swear to God, though. Like, think about it. Think about it. Let's say you, you in a relationship, right? You slip up. You, you get mad one day. You do some shit that might have pushed the envelope wrong. But you financially taking care of your girl. So she like, you know what? That nigga hit me, but I ain't, I ain't gonna say nothing because he he got the bread. But she still okay. And then I, she still has the right later, to do when, that. She still she, has the she right. She do. 
She do, but I'm saying it take away a little bit of your credibility in my eyes. Like, I don't think you can just say some shit. You got to have hardcore proof at that point. I need to see like some, some real proof that that shit happened before you just slander a nigga whole shit. That's what I'm against. That's the shit that I'm against is where like, you can just hold on to some information and when you decide that it's most beneficial to you, then you want to say some shit. That's where the problem come in. You know what I mean? Because this I man, could, I regardless if you're right or wrong, he got, he got a whole, his well-being that he need to take care of and he do it through his business. But if he and wrong, his, his well-being should be fucked up though. That's my thing. If he right. is, but he it, it. Right, absolutely. If he wrong, then still, no matter how you slice it. But I'm saying the credibility part, if you're going to wait, now you need some proof. You can't just say, oh, I called the cops and I got a police report from two years ago. You know what I mean? I need to see some proof. Because it wasn't bothering you until you saw the window opportunity to come up. You know what I mean? Oh, you That's cleaned it up a little bit. Brooklyn, he cleaned it up a little bit. Yeah. I yeah. didn't feel like saying that. I was like, hey, this nigga tripping. I'm going to be Oh, I'm shit. always for protecting the niggas too, though. I get no, we got look, and because women lie, but if like he innocent, if he innocent, yeah, if he wrong, he wrong, that. he gotta go. But if, if he, he innocent, innocent you gotta try to protect him because there's no there's no way to protect men if they're innocent. But like, like you said, if he wrong, we gotta get trigger. Trigger gotta right. go sit down. Like Brooklyn said, that nigga doing too much, nigga too freaky over there. <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn said, Brooklyn, you said you believe that nigga pissing on bitches. Without a doubt, bro. I didn't even like when you it said too. it, I didn't even bat an eye. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Well, let's get to some more funny shit. So we are gonna end with a, a, a guy we know, but we are gonna end with him in a little bit. <laughs> Jeffrey Marty, the estranged husband of Stacy Dash, is bringing a new set of reasons and evidence to the judge. He's asking the judge to annul his marriage to the actress Stacy Dash because he was allegedly hypnotized into marrying Mrs. Dash. Marty is claiming that 10 days prior to getting married, the actress pastor cast a spell on him and unexpectedly and suddenly proclaiming that it was God's will that they get married. He says that his ability to consent to marriage was put aside by the pastor's power, stating that his hypnotic prayer techniques were used and he had no control against his, he was forced to marry her against his will. Brooklyn. (laughs) Who? What? Where? What country were they in? What pastor uses hypnotic shit in front of people? Wait, where they at? America? He put out the hypnosis? What the fuck? What the fuck? They said that what nigga had magic that? hypnotic powers. They said he went like this. <laughs> put the spell on them niggas. <laughs> Stacey Dash got this nigga. Got this nigga fucked up, bro. Maybe she do got him fucked up, but I don't think it was hypnosis. I think she. She must have hit this nigga over the head or something. <laughs> I I don't know how a judge can hit, sit there and believe him. How he can a judge that. listen to that? Like, you that? Got yeah, bro. This, this whole story is nuts. What is this what? nigga talking about? <laughs> what is this nigga talking about? I love to find stories like these. He was Just... he was hypnotized through the whole process of getting married. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. He said ten days prior because they got married fast. 10 days prior, when she was like, let's go through it, just let's get it done. He said he got hypnotized. He said he was trying to leave. And the pastor came over and they put magic spell on him. And he he said he couldn't consent. He couldn't say no. He said he was forced to consent. <laughs> I, That's nuts. I have nothing for uh, this 
I just really hope that they don't end up putting this nigga in the psych ward. That, this nigga's gonna go from he trying might. to be single to end up in a straitjacket. Like, what the fuck <laughs> is he thinking? Yo, bro, I would be so pissed if I came up with some story to get out of this marriage with this woman to where I don't have to pay no child support, no nothing. And I came up with this story of I'm getting hypnotized. And then they put me in the crazy ward. Yo, I'd be he pissed. He deserves it. <laughs> I would be pissed. This nigga's gonna end up in a straitjacket <laughs> in Pineville. <laughs> Shout out to Louisiana niggas who know what Pineville is. <laughs> you gonna do them like that. <laughs> not, not Pineville. Oh, shit. <laughs> See, everybody, everybody, all both of y'all said some shit. Y'all both know what Pineville is. That's what I'm, that's what I'm, the crazy niggas live. Okay, so the next topic August Alcina is back in headlines. Oh my God. August Alcina said, I really am a private person. People have never known much about my love life because it's not important. But I never really cared about what people thought of me anyway. But my personal life started to seep into my business life. There were certain falsities about me and it affected my business relationships. He went on and stated that taking back control was a bigger part and why he told Angela Lee about his entanglement. I'm always going to be the driver's seat of my life and control my narrative, he said. I can't let anybody else do that. As far as my current relationship with the Smith family goes... Uh, our bond is not totally broken. It's just a part of life and it's a part of the journey. There are a lot of love there. Sometimes the truth is complicated and difficult, but my relationship with them isn't broken at all. How do we feel about August Alcina's comment saying he still got a relationship with the Smiths? And what is Will doing? <laughs> I think he lying, bro. <laughs> I think he lying. This nigga is Well, reaching. Doom, at least your ability to judge if people lying goes both ways. It goes to men <laughs> and women. This oh, nigga no lying? <laughs> oh, yeah, he lying. There's he no way. Go, I, think, go. I think that whole red table was like desperation cleanup for the Smiths. There's no way after they went through that, they just letting a nigga like that around. What would be the benefit for the Smiths? None. No Zero. There's no benefit. Zero. Zilch. The only nigga would benefit is him. And he obviously proved he gonna fumble the rock with that relationship. Every time, you know bro. He gonna do it every time, bro. bro. Yo, our August is a fool. <laughs> this nigga is a clown, <laughs> He's bro. just like, trying to redeem his career. and sh- Like, August just gotta accept it's over with. It's he, done, bro. Like, he just needs to go sit down for two years. Use his Instagram to make ads and get some money coming in so he could keep his lifestyle. After that, once he got a bunch of ads going and shit going with his with his Instagram monetizing his likeness, then you come out with a fire album and some fire merch. If that shit works, you good. But, but he can't right now. Right now you gotta just shut it down because like right now you just you're putting yourself you're lowering your status every time you speak. You, every time you open his mouth. Every time you open your mouth, you're losing money. Every time you say something about this, you're just looking cornier and cornier and cornier. And your your men fans are going drastically, and you're losing your female fans because it looks like you can't shut your mouth up. You look desperate. You look dead. Yeah, it's a bad look, bro. Bad, bad look. Super. That's bad. exactly what it is. He's just trying to stay relevant. And it's like you, know you could. Mean? You could make it's money sad, elsewhere. Bro. It's yeah, it's sad, Damn. bro. Like, go get a fashion over men's deal, bro, and sit your no. ass down. Fuck. Like, if, if money is that bad, like, if it's that tight, that that's what I'm saying. If it's that, like, watch. Let me see how many followers he got. He gotta have over five hundred thousand. I got hope to. he have a million. By now, he gotta have a million. He gotta have a. I think, bro, this nigga got six point five million. See, come yeah. on, bro. Come on, fam. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. You could do something else. <laughs> Go make some money. Some doing it's selling fashion over. It's just they this. got me dead. Said, no, no, bro. 
being real with you, bro. You don't got to do this. He don't have to do that. Like, I, I just don't like seeing Louisiana niggas go out corny. I, I he, don't. he is going down in a ball of flame. This is the worst a Louisiana nigga has looked in a long time. Like, That's a fact. Like, the only nigga besides this nigga that makes us look bad is Boosie. But Boosie is just ignorant. So right. That, you know, yeah, we know what to expect from him. We know it. Like, but like, August, come on, fam. You the corniest R&B nigga out right now. Like. It's and R&B niggas are really corny. Like, right. We got, That's we what got I'm saying. Summer Walker telling parents to feed their child one pear and one pea and, and blend, blend up fruits and vegetables and give it to them instead of his processed food. That bitch is retarded. So, <laughs> excuse me, wait, I can't say the R word. That bitch is stupid. So, sorry, sorry to the, to the, uh, to the, to that community. I apologize. I don't mean to say the R word, but Yo, like, come on, August. Stop being like these stupid yeah, ass R&B niggas. Like, oh my goodness. It's just ridiculous. But all right, that's that's all we had this week. Oh, real quick. If y'all could have one superpower, what would it be? I don't think we talked about this last week. I've been holding on to this one for a while. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Anything in our world. And you the only nigga with it. Or that you know of. Maybe other niggas got some, but you the only nigga that you know of that got some. What would you choose? Probably to read people's minds. You want to read You want to read minds? Okay, okay. Okay. That would be hard, bro. You I try to think shit. of things that would monitor, give me money. Ooh, get out of my head. I was going to say super speed. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I don't mind super speed. That's always like my third or second choice. I go teleportation. Yeah, that was my other choice. I was let in between me, those let two. Let me tell But see, if I teleport, I can't teleport into a bank vault because I got to I gotta see. You got to so. be there. Before, yeah, yeah, so maybe super speed, I could... I could. We both been thinking this shit yeah, too long. Yeah, bro. <laughs> You're like, no, bro, I got to try to make some bread, dog. Like, what? Like, what? What are you talking you about? definitely make bread read niggas' minds. How, though, exactly dude? You got to... Con- how, bro? No, exactly. Tell me you wouldn't be able to sell something to a nigga and you already know what they're thinking. But you gotta have a product. That ain't the problem. Once I'm reading niggas' minds. I mean, if I'm reading minds, the cool. I'm going. I'm in the. I'm in the hood selling crack. Like, right, I know well, look, nigga crack. The way I thought I could. I could use utilize read minds. I could like open up like a a prediction agency where it's like I could read your thoughts right. and like I could be like a psychic and then like I read their minds and make money that way then build up my bread then I could sell, do the sell shit but dude that's a process like right. all me in Brooklyn gotta do is run real fast and steal some shit <laughs> <laughs> he wilding bro he doing too man if, if I could if I could read niggas minds I'd be rich by next week how? I can about passive income. I ain't got time for this nigga, man. That's I'm God, trying to get it right bro. now, bro. Yeah. I'm taking I'll a duffel bag. Next I'm running into that vault and I'm running out. Nobody going to see. It's just going to be a blur. I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, I'm teleporting <laughs> in that bitch and I'm teleporting hey, out. Bro. It's uh, over with. And then don't let me be able to teleport. I'm picking up my girl and we're going straight to Italy once I get my bread. <laughs> straight. Thanks, straight. But anybody who says flying, I always say this. If you choose flying, you're gonna die when you fly. Really, when you fly in the air and and, and a bird hits you, that's gonna break your fucking arm because you're not invincible. Flying does not come with invincibility. Niggas always think, that "Oh, I right. could fly." I'm I don't give a fuck about that. Like that's that's not even sexy to me. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, but see, with super Ooh. speed, the thing is, your <laughs> your cells super heal. So like, technically. If you if something does hit you, your bones and shit will heal right. super fast as long as you don't die. The thing is, if you die with super speed, you can't heal back. But if like if you fucking like a bird hit you and it like put a hole in your shoulder, it'll heal faster than if you was flying. 
Because <laughs> if you was flying, you was that, That's real. Yeah, so so I always wanted to know what y'all... So saying. y'all just robbing niggas. Y'all just getting super speed <laughs> yeah. to rob niggas. Wait, give no, me the loot, give me the loot. I'm a bad man. I'm, ro- <laughs> I'm not robbing niggas. I'm robbing these banks. And then once, I do, money. That, once I do that, I'm putting my niggas on. What's I'm wrong with that? I'm taking everybody money. Super slow-mo on that surveillance camera. How? Bro, 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 even, bro they can't catch address. me. Even in the slowest <laughs> frame. It's they can't catch me, bro. What you talking about? They, they don't have, like me in Brooklyn, when we say super speed, we're not saying we want to run 45 miles an hour, nigga. We right. talking, we talking, like, we talking the, the, light, the, yeah, the speed of light, speed of sound. Cameras don't catch that shit. no camera catching that. I'm running fast enough to where I could vibrate through shit, nigga. Right, like, bro. Come like, on. You never Get seen the flash? Over here. <laughs> <laughs> Come that's, on, that's man. Some real shit. I feel it. I or feel it. my, uh, but honestly, that's probably my first. My second choice is I would like to either control fire or ice and like. Yeah, I'd be on some magneto shit. I'm yeah, trying be, it, I'm trying to bring buildings together and shit. Uh, if you could control metal, yeah, see, that'd be some. I'd fuck niggas up. I'd be. A, I mean, I get why he was evil. I get why he was bad. I mean, but see, I'd be, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I would stop crime. I would definitely stop crime if I had okay. if I had firepower or, or ice power, and I'd fly. I ain't stopping none of that shit. They'd be like, <laughs> "We got a string of unsolved mysteries," and I'm in the bag like, "You damn right, you do, nigga. You ain't never gonna solve these shits." <laughs> This nigga is stupid, yo. Oh, shit. Y'all tell them niggas where to follow y'all on social media. Dude, tell them where they can follow you at, bro. At Lil Doom, SJ, Instagram, and Twitter, man. Y'all get at me. Brooklyn, tell the people where they can find you at on social media. Y'all can find me on all social medias at where Brooklyn at, and that's Brooklyn with a Q, not a K, baby. That's for marketing purposes. Because we are not trying to get sued. Yeah, y'all can follow my niggas, man. But with that being said, let's get into the interview with Tommy Rouge. But real quick, before we do that, I, I always do a world premiere, the song of the artist that we're interviewing. This week, uh, the world premiere is Big Woozy by Tommy Rouge. Let's get into that right now. Just got a number and I'm trying to fuck immediately. Pull up, beep, beep. Can I treat the pussy like the deep sea? Deep that ski, ski, repeat. Then I got a dip, I don't keep email. Feeling like Kim, no, not that whole life. Beat me if you wanna reach me, man. I hit a nigga with a bullet, fuck a pedigree. Shout out Triple H, though. Pine hit a nigga in the face, not the people on his ass, he ain't even trying to lay low. Seen him at the stove, big smile at the counter with a big shot, trying to pull a eight, bro. I tell a woman that your dreams look, honey, you can leave, you don't move how I say so. Oh, piss ass, hoe, look. Holy like two cups saying I'm tipsy. Bullshit gon' miss me, wait. Wally got a headache on the moon like a gypsy. Hope the people don't get him, wait. Only hit it once, I was tryna dismiss it. Now she tryna come and kiss me, yo. Low key, big blue seat, stay with me. Nigga, RP, Nipsey, wait. Only like two cups saying I'm tipsy. Bullshit gon' miss me, wait. Wally got a headache on the moon like a gypsy. Hope the people don't get him, wait. Felt that big meets when I first saw the rock to a junkie Left it out alone when I noticed I ain't even really getting no money on the front line bumming Found my place when the niggas started flipping these onions And producing these riddings I was like 12 when I learned that I could make a whole lot of money from seducing these women Tell her that I love her in a minute I be swiping that card She wanna treat me like God Tell your brother be cool I done been through so many dirty ass roars I got unlimited skill and I got unlimited will You know it ain't in me to chill Pippin' my pen I treat that bitch like a one and one day they gon' see it was real. Only like two yeah. cups saying I'm tipsy. Bullshit gon' miss me. Wait, only hit it once, I was tryna dismiss it. Now she tryna come and kiss me. Yo, low key, big blue seat, stay
but she gon' miss me. Wait, what they got a headache on the moon like a gypsy? Hope the people don't get him. Wait, only hit it once, I was tryna dismiss it. Now she tryna come and kiss me. Ew, low key, big blue seas, stay with me. Nigga, RP, Nipsey. Wait, only like two cups in, I'm tipsy. Bullshit gon' miss me. Wait, what they got a headache on the moon like a gypsy? Hope the people don't get him. Wait, only hit it once, I was tryna dismiss it. Now she tryna come and kiss me. Ew, low key, big blue seas, stay with me. Ladies and gentlemen, this week's special guest is none other than BR rapper Tommy Rouge. And man, I know I say this every week, but but no, I'm being dead ass serious now because like I'm winding it down. I got to start compiling the list of best albums of the year, but I can't be remiss not to put this in the category because hey, man, forever the code is hard. Forever the code is hard, bro. Or, or, Or should I call it? Young nigga, rich nigga, real hey, nigga. You know that's what I want to call that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's what I want to call that bitch. I like how you put it in the uh, thing, and then when I saw you do the exponent shit, I was like, oh, I get this is hard. Appreciate this is hard. It, yeah. Hell yeah! But before we get into the album, I want to let people know who who might not know a little bit about you. Let's let's get them caught up. What got you in the music? Shit, bro. I literally been rapping long as I can remember, saying like. Literally, like my earliest, my earliest memories is rap and shit. So it's like really since like seven, eight years old. My brother, my blood brother, is Ty did this beat. So really him, real okay. Really, I had to say him and like my uncles and shit because he's like seven years older than me. So when I was seven, he like fourteen and he like making beats and all kind of shit, rapping and all this. So okay, see, wait, now I knew you came from a very musically inclined family with your cousins. I did not know Ty was your brother. Yeah, that's my big brother. That's my blood brother. That's what's up. That's what's up. So the effect would also so Ty doing it. This Jira and uh, um, I was about to say uh, yeah, Ty, say, Ty and Trey. Yeah, I was about to say the Trey Lewis playing to it. Yeah, like Jira, Jira. He that nigga we want to say he's younger than me. That nigga born nothing that. So he younger than me, but only by a couple months for real. Cause okay. I was born in November, so. He younger than me by a couple months, and it took him a while to start rapping. But it's like, them two, they had, like, a group and all kind of shit. So it's like, I'm coming up under them. And Rex, too, all them niggas was rapping and shit. So it's like, I'm coming up under them. And then they had me rapping. And then, like, Jared came along, like, after me type shit. Got you, got you. So that plays a huge role into it. Who, so... Being that you, your family's doing it, you see them doing it, does that mean you are influenced by solely them or do you have other rap influences? Nah, like, I wouldn't even say, I wouldn't even say I'm, like, musically influenced by them. But it probably is because we around each other so much. Yeah, man, but it's gotcha. really like, they like my peers type shit. So, gotcha, gotcha. Well, then who are you musically influenced by then? Bro, I don't even know. Like, because I listen to so much fucking music. So... I really don't know, Sam. Like, that's a hard question for me to just be like, okay, this name, this name, this name. Because I've been, all I, like, I, I either don't get out the bed until I got the right song playing, you hear me? Like, I'm just a music listening <laughs> nigga. So got, gotta to set like, your vibe right. You hear me? Like, so it's hard to just that sounds like you. Be, that sounds like you big into energies. And, I, and you hear that on the album talking about protecting your energy and keeping it around the, from the right people and stuff. Yes, sir. Talk to me about that belief in, in just energies because if you pick the if you gotta have the right song for the day, that Bruh. that tell me all real. I don't I don't know, saying it just always been able to like 
pick up on, like, not to get too deep, but, like, the spirits and shit in people. So, really, it's like, if I feel one thing off, I'd be like, I can't, can't even fuck with you. You hear me? Like, yeah. and it, it trickle down into stupid shit. Like, I'll put on an outfit and be like, I can't wear this outfit today. That shit ain't... That shit ain't right. Like, <laughs> like if one if one thing don't feel right, bro. nah, feel, that's a good way I to like, live. Cause then that I like means shit to be. I like you, you make really sure about the feelings. Man. You make sure it's a okay. You don't you don't take no no chance. So now, nah, when when do you drop your first tape? When I drop my first tape. Yeah. What year was that? Man, I had a tape. So boom, I say this. I had recorded a song. Me and Ty recorded a song when I was like seven. We had did one of them bitches out there. Uh, this how you know I'm young as a bitch out there. Um, fuck man, it's stunned like my daddy. Mm, okay. So boom, we had a song out there, bitch, and we recorded this shit like out the out the fucking desktop. Like you know, one earphone, you listening to the other earphone, you record. Yeah, I got the mic on the headphone. Yeah, we recorded that bitch like that. So then we had that song just like floating, but then. I put a tape together, that bitch was called King of the Playground. I wish I had one of them bitches in my hands, but I got one in my truck, but it's called King of the Playground. We dropped that shit. I was probably like eight or nine when I like really put some shit together. Really? Like I was I was passing them bitches out at elementary school, you hear me? <laughs> so you've been doing this. Like this, this ain't no joke. This is this is your life. It's the lifestyle, bro. Real talk. 100 percent Real talk. So- so before we get into the project Forever the Code, I want to ask you, what's the difference between Forever the Code and the legend of Tommy Rouge, in your opinion? Uh, I think Forever the Code was probably... I feel like all my shit be personal, but Forever the Code was, like, super personal. And with uh the legend of Tommy Rouge, it was more so, like, me just coming out as Tommy Rouge, you hear me? Because I, yeah. I done had, like, three rap names... <laughs> Because you used to be T. Davis. <laughs> Bro, I used to be T. Davis. Before that, I was T. Baby when I was, like, a youngin' and shit. That's why, like, all them niggas still say that. They be like, T. Baby, come here. Like, all that shit. Mm. So it's like, when I was that, and then I had the T. Davis shit for some years, and then it was like, fuck that. I'm finna be, like, on some whole other shit. And then, so the Legend of Tammy Rules was more so, like, me, like, putting that shit in their face. Like a coming yeah, out party, for sure. Yeah, so it was like, putting that shit in their face. So I was really just talking my shit. Like, on a lot of the songs, I was like, bitch, I'm that nigga. Like, the whole fucking thing, you hear me? And then, um, Forever the Code, that shit was more so just, like, more personal. Okay. Now, is that why you don't have any features on Forever the Code? Because you wanted to make it super personal. I mean, honestly, if you go on my shit, if you, like, because you, because I got hella shit on, like, Apple Music and Tidal and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So, if you go even to the shit that's, like, the T. Davis shit, I really don't have a lot of features. But that's just more so because I ain't, I don't like niggas. <laughs> okay, that's a personal <laughs> thing. Like, I don't like dealing with people. Like, I don't like waiting on features to come back. Mm. Shit like this. So it's like, you want to put it out when you want to put it out. Bro, you could, like, even my own family don't like this shit about me. They be like, nigga, slow down. I be like, I ain't got no patience with shit. Like, I be like, fuck that. I will do it right now. You hear me? So, really, with the features thing, it just be, I don't like waiting on the bitches. So, I don't do them. And that, then it's that, like, that's how it is. And then, like, when I do features, and I'm just one of the people, like, I got to actually fuck with you, like, and be around you and shit. So, it's like, when I do have features, it's Trey. Yeah. Trey and Jaira, like, I don't really just be reaching out to different Take, niggas and shit. I got like, it. I do verses for niggas, but, like, I don't really be, you know. 
really yeah just you you mess with the people you mess with and that's pretty yeah, much yeah. it one thousand percent. No, I look. I get that. So let's jump into forever the code. You start us off with three in a week. What a what a way to set the tone. What a way to set the tempo for this. Just talk to me a little bit about the creation of that song. She man, that shit was so quick. Sing well, nah. The putting the song together went quick. But like, I heard the beat. Then nigga Chico sent me that shit. I'm sitting in my truck, and I was really on that. Like when I'm talking about the song, I was thinking like that right then because the shit really just happened. I'm like. All the way down. <laughs> so, so I'm like, I'm trying to see five bands off this bitch. Yeah, so, trying, um, to, trying to get up. Shit, shit. So, boom. I'm, I had first hit that bitch. I'm like, I just freestyled that shit super quick. That just took an L, my break down the P and the G's. And then I'm like, I kept on freestyling because that's how I be writing my shit. Like, I just, if I write it, I'm writing it quick as hell. Like I try to go off like the first thing that come to my head type shit. Mm-hmm. I don't be trying to think too hard. So I'm writing that bitch in the car. And then I'm like, I ain't from the A, but my little nigga so slamming my throat the B. I'm like, fuck it. I got to go all ABCs on this bitch now. <laughs> like, what, honey, you got to make sure it's all legit. Cause I'm like, fuck it. I could just, you hear me? Like just rap regular on that bitch. But I'm like, nah, I started with my ABCs and shit. I got to, I got to finish all it off. bitches now. Yeah, so that tells me all off real. So this shit became a headache, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> but that tells me, <laughs> that tells me you put so much thought into it. You put thought into it and, and lyrics matter to you. Yes, sir. Of course, like, career. So how, how important, because in the era we are, it's, it's a lot of microwave, a lot of mm-hmm. just people don't have a lot of high attention spans. How do you combat that being that you care about lyrics? I feel like I feel like you gotta be able to play both sides. You hear me? Like, cause this the thing. I used to be one of them niggas that be like, I don't listen to my own music, you hear me? And all this shit and be like, um, you know, if I listen to it, I'm gonna get stuck in it and all that. But then I realized I really wouldn't listen to my own music because I ain't like this shit. Mm. So it's like I always been able to rap. So it's like I had to learn how to do hooks and and you know what I'm saying? Make the shit sound good. So now I listen to my own shit all the time. And it's like, it, I don't get stuck in it. But if I make a song and I can't listen to that bitch, how I'm listening to the other songs. You know you I don't like it. That ain't that bitch. That ain't the one. Yeah. You hear me? So and really, I, I credit I credit fucking, um, I know you know him. I seen you interviewed him. Um, Jose. Oh, Jose Xavier. I credit him with that shit. For one, he graded fucking hooks and just making songs in general. And for two, one time he was giving me feedback on one of my tapes and he like, hey, bro, that shit hard, but like, yo, yo, hooks be an extension of your verses. Like, he mm. like, it's hard to catch on to the shit. Like, he's like, you gotta make that shit more like, more, more simple. Yeah. So then that's when I like started focusing on this shit. So it's like, I feel like I make it a balance. Cause like, yeah, I'm focused on my lyrics, but if you just listen to the hook, you can really just rock out to the hook on that bitch. No, 1000%. And then you pay attention to the list and be like, damn, that nigga talking about something. So I try to make it like that. And I think this tape really maximizes your ability with that because they got some bangers on this motherfucker, bro. Like for real, from Hold It Down, Big Woozy, Perk on the way. Like, nah, they got some bangers on this mug. So who is the the sample of the uh, young nigga, rich nigga, real nigga? Man, look, 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 look. Let me tell you this story. And is that playing at your funeral? You should put that Man, in your will. playing at my funeral. <laughs> you hear me? Off the flap. Hey, look. But this how that bitch happened. Look, I was making the tape. 
and I really did be like recording Buku songs and and figuring that shit out. Like when I be putting it together and doing the track list and all that shit, I just be kind of figuring that shit out. But so boom with that bitch, I had I got full of that shit by Ty House. It's me, Ty, Rex, and them niggas ain't even high like me. Cause I was out the shrooms and shit. Mm. And we was just passing blunts, but I was like, fuck that, I'm finna do some shrooms in this bitch. And man, I did that shit, son. And I guess, I guess it's cause I was in a fucking good ass space at the time mentally. Like I'm looking at myself on my phone, getting tear-eyed and shit. I'm like, boy, you that fucking nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there the whole time, like, man, I need to call my mama and tell her she that bitch. You hear me? Like, I'm, I'm fucked up. They like, nigga, don't do that. <laughs> so. Every time we link up, it always be like tap it on beats and shit, and we just be in that bitch freestyling dumbass songs and shit. So that was one of the dumbass songs we was freestyling. We, that shit just came out the young nigga, rich nigga, real nigga. But to them, they joking and shit. They laughing. I'm dead the fuck serious. Like, I'm, like, I'm like nigga, this shit feel like I'm just stating affirmations in this bitch. You hear me? Like oh yeah, I'm to the I'm to the ceiling in that bitch. Going hard. That's why you can hit me like in the fucking sky dance. <laughs> but that I makes sense why they why you hit a laughter from them. Like the it, it all makes They joked out yeah. at me, son. They no. find that shit so funny. I'm dead the fuck see it because he got like the little popcorn ceilings in, in his apartment. So them bitches get the wiggling and he got the lights and shit. So them bitches purple and dancing and shit. I'm like, oh, they feel that shit too. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, man, that's why this album feels so authentic for reasons like that. So I want to get to just between On The Way and No Way, I feel like that's the the start of the roller coaster. I feel like that's climbing up the climbing up the roller coaster for the first drop when we get to Long Nights Perk and then Feel How I Feel. Mm. Just talk to me about that transition of Uh, I'm going to give bangers to then, all right, we're going to slowly peel the onions away to get you to know me. Brad, this the wild party is like people would compliment me on like putting the tapes together because I, I do all that part. But honestly, saying it really be based off like the feel of the song. Mm-hmm. I don't really be thinking as hard as people think I'm thinking. Like putting it together, I'd be like, man, these bitches sound amazing it, behind each other. Yeah, it's just it's just <laughs> natural. Like, I be thinking like that. And then it's like I do have it in the back of my head, like I don't want this bitch to be too slow right here. I don't want it to be too up right here. So it's like I be trying to mix it up and shit, but really it's like it ain't a whole lot of thought when I be putting my tapes together. It just be like what's it's a gonna feeling. sound good coming behind this. Yeah, what's no gonna one. sound good in front of this. And then like when I had when I because the the premise of the take came at the end, like the young nigga, rich nigga, real nigga. All that shit was after I then recorded the whole take, and I just really ain't had nothing. Like I'm like I don't know what the fuck to call this bitch. I don't know what to do. And then we got full of this shit, and I had recorded that voice memo on my phone because I was like, man, I just kept documenting that shit. Like, I got videos and shit from Instagram when I was high shit on them bitches. So it's like, I just recorded that voice memo, like, fuck it, man, somebody gotta hear this shit. And then I was like, fuck it, I'm going with it. I'm gonna yeah. name that bitch that. So then when I thought about like how to break the skits down, because the voice memo really like five minutes, you hear me? So I'm trying to figure out what parts to put in there, what, what parts was funny and shit. And then that made me think, all right, what's going to sound good coming after the after skit them. or before mm-hmm. the skit? You hear me? So it really was just like that. It really wasn't like a whole lot of thought into how the, the listener going to hear this shit. It, it's based upon how they sound after those skits and how you, how you yeah, feel together. Like, 
really like how I feel to get a type of shit. But then when I went back and listened to it, I'm bumping that bitch in the car with my dad. I'm like, damn. This bitch really sound like an album. Like, yeah, it really <laughs> sound like I did something on this one. Tim, like this, this sound like that bitch. 100%. So on, on Long Nights, one of the lines that stuck out to me was, you don't want to be retiring 40 plus, just retiring. You want to take a chance on life and try to make something happen. Facts. Because like, man, I was raised like this thing. I swear to God, like my fucking granddaddy, that nigga retired and he was mad talking about how shitty his retirement is. Cause he like the longest job he ever had was 10 years. He's 60 something. Like he's like the longest job he could keep for one time, six years. So like literally my whole family, like all the men in my family is like, it ain't one person who just content with like going to work mm-hmm. and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. I was raised by like people who was like, fuck that man. I, I go take a risk before I go do this shit. Yeah. Cause that's just how we all thought like be on like some road running shit, like hit up my people where you at. It's be in this state, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like trying to get it. Kind of, yeah, it's like it's that kind of lifestyle. So it's like naturally that shit passed down to me, I guess. And that's why, like, on the other song, when I was like fucking generational curses and shit, like, cause like that shit really just naturally passed down to where me, son, I done had a few jobs and I don't never get fired. You hear me? I just quit. Yeah. Like, I'll be doing my shit. Like, I done had jobs. Like, my longest job was only two months. You hear me? But look. I met that bitch, you hear me? And they had me like trying to go to the manager shit already. Like, man, you doing your damn like, I ain't finna be at this bitch here. <laughs> I ain't feeling it. <laughs> like, I just walked in that bitch one day and was like, nah, I ain't fucking with it. I had a little two weeks notice printed. That bitch had a sentence on that bitch. I'm not gonna be back. You hear me? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I walked in that bitch, they like, well, what position you wanna work? I'm like, none of them. Y'all can have that shit. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just how my brain always works. Like I'd be putting on a uniform and be like, kind of nigga wear a uniform. Like I don't know. Like I guess <laughs> I'd be thinking. One hundred percent. I don't know. My brain always went that way though. That's just how that. That's how it is. Talk and talk I don't to recommend about... that shit. Mm, and see, but <laughs> like, see, that be saying. I'd be thinking about that shit all the time. I'd be like, bro, I wish I could really be one of them niggas who just cool with going to work and who could that shit seem way easier. But it's like, like, cause Ty, Ty, one of the niggas that just that'll go. Yeah. And like, me, son, I'd be like, shit. I, I can't do it. Shit, son. <laughs> That's why you gotta make it this. And that, and I think you, when you talk about just, it's either going to the league or getting it through rap. That's just what I got. One. That's that's what we see, and and that's something that 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 resonated with me. Seeing that, it's like I, I'm not trying to do this normal nine to five. I'm trying to get something better than that. I can't, son. 100 That's why that's why I move with a sense of urgency with the rap. It gotta work. It gotta work. There's nothing else. No, one thousand. So talk to me because we talked a little bit about off off air when I was telling you about when I heard Perk and I was seeing you post it on IG about you mm. saying like you had to clarify you wasn't glorifying it. But I was like, yeah. when you listen to it, you hear he's not glorifying it because he talk about the pain he going through by just doing the shit. So just tell me Damn. a little bit about about that and just. Speak your piece where you could tell, tell the audience so, about just how you, you know. Obviously, like like you said, if you listen to the shit, you know I wouldn't promoting the shit or being yeah. like, hey, everybody go pop perks. But I was thinking about it like the same way fucking drink was by Kendrick Lamar. Mm. So it's like you got a catch ass hook, you like pull up, drink, you know, swimming pool full of liquor. I'm a dive in that bitch, you hear me? You you listen to the hook and be like, bet we getting full of shit tonight. 
But then you listen to the verses and be like, oh shit, this shit a PSA. Yeah, <laughs> this shit is not so, a gig. So like, that's how I was thinking with that because specifically, I had a couple partners who just was playing that bitch and they was on some, yeah, man, I got to get full of that shit. And I'm like, hey, that ain't what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't where I was going with that. Like I had told, I'm like, bitch, I ain't popped the pills since I was about 17. See, yeah, and that wasn't, that was not what you was trying to get across. Bitch, I do not, I don't want nobody doing them bitches, it's not okay. Yeah, because see, the thing people, the thing people don't tell you is about the the after the with the withdrawals and the I'm about to say, they'll say the withdrawals, the sweating and shit. Yeah, you hear me? They don't tell you about none of that. You know, it be all kind of wild shit when it come with that, like with that addiction shit and all that stuff. Yep, and it's it's an everyday thing. It. Yeah, don't, I don't recommend it. Don't yeah, recommend yeah, that man. at all. So and then okay, so then we get to on let it blow up. You talk about your people who got locked up, but how you still got back to that thing about how you still got to risk it all that lifestyle just because that's the only way you know how to get a better life. Man, that's facts. Like, hey, I be thinking about that fucking meet Mia interview when he was like this shit like religion, and that's facts because this ab is like. I grew up seeing the good and bad of all this shit. So like, like I say, like the from my partners to my family to like all this shit, I'm watching these niggas go to jail, I'm watching these niggas die, all this shit, and nothing click in my head and be like, you shouldn't do this. I be like, man, I gotta do this shit better than them. Like, that's how this shit go in your head. <laughs> so like, you don't think about it how niggas would be like, cause I hate, I hate fucking people. They be, oh, this shit senseless, this shit with the woman. Like, you got the privilege of looking at it like this. You know what I'm saying? Niggas be born in the full civil wars, you hear me, that you ain't had nothing to do with. You hear me? And then it's like, like I say that shit, you watching your people like, oh, that man. Nigga be, nigga be like, I gotta do it anyway. You hear me? Like, yes, it's something you can't control at that point because of the environment be, you was born into. Like you said, I, like that was a bar you just said, like born in the civil wars that you ain't even have you nothing ain't to do with. nothing to do with, son. Like it's people, it, it's people who born in that shit, like boom, who, who killed your uncle? You hear me? Yeah. Your people that killed they people. You beefing with a whole family. You don't even know these niggas. Like, yeah. You just got into <laughs> you this grew world. up like, fuck it. I can't fuck with them over there. Like, just because you, of the people way you thinking age. you just wake up like, okay, I want to shoot a nigga. No, that's not how that work. But it's like, and then it's like, it's be also in a small situation turned to a big one. And once it go big, it's big. Like, you can't break that shit back down. And once it's big, it's up. Like. 100%. So tell me then, this is a good time, I think, to take a little detour just because of the situation that's going on right now in the country and everything. Being that you understand what it's like to be born in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. Talk to me just about your opinion on just everything that's going on with the police and the police brutality and just dealing with that shit. My opinion be, my opinion be up and down with that kind of shit because like, I be so fucked up with it Every time I see the, like, I, I, I hate that black people be surprised by shit. Like, we be watching shit like, oh, they did that to that, that again, man, yeah. Man. Nigga, then what the fuck the police do? Like, that's how my brain work. Like, I ain't never had a cool, like, all right, I done had cool situations with police. But I ain't never had a situation where the police wanted to go left and it did. You hear me? Like, you can't calm them bitches down. You can't talk politely. Like, anybody who done been with me can tell you. I don't cause them people no trouble, you hear me? I be like, you know what you need? Boom, boom, here you go. You want to search this bitch? You know, do your dab. Like, but they don't be like, can I search your car? They be like, bitch, get out the car. Like, that's how the police works. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, I had, I remember I took law studies at Terra. 
And he was like, you don't have to roll your window all the way down. You could tell them no. I'm like, you ain't never fuck with BLPD. That ain't how that work. <laughs> and, the, and the sheriff's worse. Like, you can't, you can't tell no sheriff, nah, I ain't turning this bitch down. They better punch through your window and pull you <laughs> out that bitch. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like all that shit, like, even with the Alan Sterling shit, when I seen it, it's like, it's fucked up. That shit happened down the street from me, but that's what the fuck the police do. Like, Dude. I got a cousin that got shot by the police with his hands up. Them bit the bullets went through here. You hear me? And they said he was driving the car into him. And Damn. that's what it was. Like, they, they ain't, it with nothing else behind it. They like, fuck that. He was driving the car into him. How the fuck you driving the car into a nigga and you get shot through here? Yeah. Damn. That's that hurt. Go with that shit, Sam. Yeah. Man, that's what the fuck the police do. And like, just growing up, like, I don't know, like, it's fucked up to say it, but like, I expect the worst from them situations. So, like, was- I expect the worst from the police. That way, I if something better happened, then it's like, okay, well, boom. Yeah, I'd be like, appreciate you. Yeah. But it's like, I expect the worst from the police. When I had run-ins with, like, older white men and shit like that, I expect the worst. Like, I expect the racism to come, you hear me? And then when it don't, I'd be like, man, that was a cool nigga. But, like, I don't be out here like, oh, my God, you did yeah. this to me. Just, like, it, just, ig- to just blissful, like, just ignorance, yeah, just being I'm ignorant like, about it, yeah. Like, send that what they do. Like, that's how my brain works. So, it's like... I don't be as outraged as everybody else. Yeah. So like I it's, know it's fucked up, but my mindset from since I was little was like us against them. Yeah. So it's like I feel like they on the opposite side. So I'm like, shit, I don't fuck with y'all. Y'all don't fuck with me. That's how they go. Like, and see, that's the thing that that people don't realize. That's what we fight. And the fact that you feel like to see the fact that you have to feel like that. That's yeah. A that's like the problem. I, like I know that's fucked up. Yeah. You know, I know that's fucked up, but I'm in it. So it's like. There's nothing you can, yeah, like, you just got to go with really, the situation you was really in. I been a criminal for nothing from them. Like, I done been walking down the street and them bitches pull up, where you going? Go home. Like, damn, nigga, I'm walking down the street. Like, yeah. nah, fuck that, go home. Like, where you stay? Let me follow you to that bitch. Like, yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? Like, what? Like, let me, I'm like, just walking on the street. If, if, it's, a, if it's a group of black people, nigga, that's a crime. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it's a group of black men. We could be sitting outside laughing. They like, man, go home. Yeah. Like, that's how the fuck the police always did. And, and if they want to grab you, they're going to grab you, slam you, all that shit, run your packets, and then send you on your way if you ain't got shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's been like that for me literally since I was, like, 13. So, it's like, that's how I'm like, okay, that's what the police do. Like, that's, yeah, so you just expect it coming, 100%. I think that's good for people who might not necessarily understand, like, who quote-unquote say they don't want to, don't understand the situation, but to hear it come from someone who's been in that situation is like, damn, so maybe they really doing that. Right, the police then pulled my dog over for, for looking at him. That's Did crazy. It. Them niggas was like, man, why you looking at me? Like, that's how, yeah. that's how BRPD works. <laughs> like, that's the fuck they do. And then they that's just... how BRPD work. That's how the sheriffs in BR work. Like, them bitches walk around with their chest out. Like, you can't fuck with me. Like, And the sheriffs are even worse because they once bro. they get voted in, they info, they until somebody vote them out. And that's that shit. The, the fucking sheriffs be acting the ass. The deputies be acting the ass. And they be showing their whole ass all the time. Like... Nigga done really been beefed out with them bitches. This is one of them that don't like me. I don't like his ass. We be just like, fuck each other when we see each other. Like, <laughs> that nigga used to patrol my neighborhood. He used to get on my ass out here. I ended up going to school. That bitch worked at the school. I'm like, man, fuck. I can't like, escape this we, we was just like, <laughs> like, I just didn't like that nigga. He liked me. It just was what it was. Yeah, like, 100%. Well, let's get back to the album on, uh, on Be Gone. I love the line where you say, 
uh, fuck begging for a friend, go kick in the front door. And it's not that you glorify it. That is, I took that as, nigga, stop begging for shit. Go, go right. get yours, bro. Like, go, go try to make some money. Go hustle. Try to make it to where you ain't got to be begging for shit. Bro, I hate that shit. That's another part, another thing that going to me hating niggas in general. Like, it's like, I feel like niggas don't know how to be broke. You hear me? Like, when you broke, fuck it, nigga. You eating peanut butter. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you sitting your ass at the house. You're not going out. You're not asking no nigga for no ride. Nigga be, nigga be broke and asking for a ride to stupid shit. Yeah, and don't have no money to, to do stuff. Like, with you just the, yeah. inconveniencing everybody. So, like, hey, hey, they got a little party going. Bitch, why you worry about a party? <laughs> Like, go get you some fucking money, money. You know what I'm saying? Like, so all that shit, I don't, Nick don't know how to be broke. So that's really what I was getting at with that shit. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't cut like that, don't go kicking nobody though. You get your ass shot. But yeah, talk to me. cut like that, bitch kicking <laughs> Talk to me about yeah. Big Woozy, man. That's the, that's the smash of the album. That's the, the lead single. You got the video out. You trail up all of them up in there. Talk to me about that song. Talk to me about the creation hey, of the video. That song. Again, like when I be saying I be trying to make them bitches like whatever the fuck come to my head first, we going with. Mm-hmm. So that that was a product of that. Like as soon as I heard that bitch, as soon as I heard how that bitch dropped, I'm like, oh yeah, because then I had seen a tweet. I seen a tweet that was like, uh, man, what that shit says, man. It was a tweet, and a nigga asked something. The nigga asked how many people live with you, and they was like a nigga that's trying to fuck immediately. And now mm. when I read the shit, I'm like, that be me. Cause I swear I be <laughs> like as soon as I begin to be no, I'd be like, shit, what we doing? <laughs> what, what it yeah, is? What it's doing. <laughs> so I seen that bitch, I'm like, oh yeah. So then as soon as I heard how that bitch came on there, doom, I'm like, shit, got a number, I'm trying to fuck immediately. You hear me? So then nigga just really started damn near freestyling that shit. I think I ended up writing it down so I ain't forget it, but like, like I came up with the whole verse. That bitch was just in my head. And then I put that shit together, like, yeah, just made it, just ran. It was one of them, one of them easy bitches. And then like, people see that shit and see the video and think I'm a, I'm a big drinking ass nigga. Like, bitch, I said <laughs> two cups in. That's all I could take. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and now, and I like the Titan shit came from because like I always tell niggas that be like, man, I don't be without that drunk shit. I ain't trying to get drunk. I'm trying to get a little woozy. You hear yeah. Me? So I'm like, look, you know, I'm big I'm woozy. Big woozy. I'm liquor. You hear me? So I just be like, man, I'm big woozer right now. So that's where that shit came from. But I'm like, nigga, literally, nigga, I drink two cups of anything. I be like, bitch, get that liquor from by me. Yeah. I punch a nigga in the face in this bitch. Like, <laughs> so I be like, that's how that shit came. And then the video, it was just like, I just needed some shit to be fire. Some shit to, yeah, like some shit to just set the scene. You know what I'm saying? So and set the that's temple. That's why we had like the little barbecue and shit. My dad and one of them niggas did a barbecue for anything. So. I was like, man, I got another reason for you to barbecue. Yeah, we doing a little something, something. <laughs> Talk yeah, about like, that, man. How is it having that, having your pop support you with, with your rap stuff? Man, that shit, everything, man. Because, like, the thing is, when you when you in situations, you take it, you take it, like, you know, you take advantage of it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You take it for granted. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. You take this shit for granted. So it's like, I hear Trey and them talk about my dad and mama. And I'd be like, damn, that do make sense. They'd be like, nigga, your house was the house we could record it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, they like, nigga, our mom and dad don't want to hear that shit all night. But your house was like, fuck it, nigga. They're like, we used to record in tap room. So it's like, tap room right by the little hallway by the door. And then that bitch got the wash and dry and shit. But my mom would be like, fuck it, man. We'll uh, wash, we'll dry the clothes later. So y'all, y'all can record. Do so stuff. you don't yeah. hear the shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, 
to me, I was just growing up in it, and they always been like that with it. Cause like at first, I ain't even write my own music. Like, like I said, I'm right, I'm rapping when I'm seven, eight years old. My dad and Ty was writing this shit. They just they just knew I could perform this shit. Like I yeah. I was like one of these, like I get on stage. I ain't tripping. You was on your bow wow like, shit early. Me, so they was like, fuck it, nigga, we'll write the shit out there. And then like I started writing when I was probably like 10, 11. That's when I started like trying to write my own shit. And then you know, now it's just all me, but so it's like they was pushing that shit. Yeah. Before I even had a bro. yeah, before I even had a, a real love for the shit, they was like, fuck it, nigga, you rapping because I was the nigga who ain't killed. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, so that's that's so it's like, that's nah, big. Like, so it's like nah, they fuck with it in a whole different way because they get to hear shit and learn shit about a nigga, like learn shit. I yeah, learn about your life and all that. You hear me? Because it's me doing it, like you know. Mm-hmm. And they get to see see things that they might not necessarily get to see and and hear how you've grown through your music. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then it's like, like I ain't I ain't a nigga that talk a lot. So it's like people. Like me and my daddy, we we had so so much like gay fan conversations that he'll know what I'm doing, mm-hmm. but I won't come out and be like, yeah. You don't I'm have to say this. it. Yeah. yeah, but it's always implied. Like we know. Yeah, y'all pick up on each other's stuff. That's but the connection the y'all music, got. He hear the music and be like, oh yeah, bitch, like I'm fuck with you. <laughs> like he hear the music, be like yeah, I'm fuck with that. And then like same thing with my mama, like she can hear the shit and be like, damn nigga, the fuck out of here. <laughs> man, talk to me about the relationships, cause man, you you had one one girl song up on here, but then on on I think it's Be Gone where you talk about when you playing dice and she she opened up her mouth. It's like, bro, the dice game like, going on. Shut the loud. fuck up! Like, <laughs> I hate that shit, nigga. Like niggas over ladies really be talking shit. They trying to dictate what the dice doing and shit. Like, bitch, I bet you in this shit. <laughs> It's money on the flow, man. Chill out. <laughs> yeah, man. That was on that fucking let it blow. Oh, yeah, yeah let it man. not like, be gone. Let it blow. Yeah, you're right. That on that let it blow, like, that shit be blowing me, son. Like, focus on you. You ain't got no money on the flow. You don't count. <laughs> Back to your point about <laughs> stop stop trying to uh, not live cheap. Live your life that you can. Bitch, you ain't doing no gambling. Don't talk. Don't speak in this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, but shit, what you mean, like, on a relationship shit? I was just saying, like, how how does that affect being a rapper? Man, it it really don't own some shit to me, cause like I ain't got no cut in real life. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like the shit, the shit I be saying on my songs, I remember my sister, she like, man, you really be talking a whole like that? I'm like, what? Like I showed her my phone, like fucking right. <laughs> That's how I speak, nigga. Like so, <laughs> people know, people know, like people expect me to say some wild shit, but I really just be talking like. Just, saying what the fuck I felt. So like, that shit don't really affect it for me because you, like, if I'm fucking with a female, she can hear my music and know I'm speaking on our situation, but it's like, you ain't gonna tell me nothing because the same shit I'm saying is the same shit I tell your ass. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like I keep it a hundred both ways. Yeah, like. So they don't have nothing to, nothing to be, to cry about or to, to be, to expect anything because it's mm-hmm. like, I give it to you like this in real life because, and, and, as and on the song. And then there's different types of people like, you, you don't treat everybody the same way. Yeah. So it's like a bitch I'm talking about on Big Woozy who I'm trying to fuck immediately. Now to that team, they hold with the women with the move on me. You know what I'm saying? And she was cut like that. So I'm yeah. like, yeah, we cut like that. But then there's other females that you really talking to and growing with and all that shit. So then you had to refer to songs like on their other project. You know what I'm saying? That fucking, um, that the legend of- showed up. Oh, okay. Nah, that, that, that at least I showed up. That bitch I dropped on Valentine's Day. You had to refer to songs like Never Thought. 
and you know shit like that. But then there's certain bitches who just get the big woos and like, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's different type of people. Different. Don't everybody get the same amount of attention? Nah. Hell yeah. So talk to me just about f- closing out the album, and then I think uh, how you pronounce Bobo and uh, A and T Bobo and Tweet. Bobo and Tweet. Okay, yeah. so that to me, that song is like the culmination of everything, and it's just like. I know I didn't did wrong. I'm trying to be mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. This is this is me telling y'all I'm trying to be better. I mean, I'm glad you uh asked me that shit because I've been trying to figure out how the fuck to tell this story. And then I ain't never had no shit to say. It on. I was gonna record a video and talk about this shit. I'm gonna tell that bitch on here. Hell yeah. So like, Bobo Antwit is the is the sequel to Antwit on, on on the first project. On, okay. On, on the Legend of Time Rule. Okay. I had to answer bitch, because on that hook, I was like, I told the guy today, he told me to change my ways. I told him maybe later. You hear me? Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, that bitch on it. And then on Bobo Antwi, I was like, I told the guy today, he told me to change my way, and I kept it there, because I'm really, you know, trying Just to- trying to be better, yeah. do better, yeah, man. So boom, I'm finna tell that bitch. So look, the fucking Antwi is like some, like, talking to your ancestor shit. All right. So, boom, like, for a little minute, I was fucked up. Like, when you think about Think about like the shit I'm talking about on perk. Okay. So I was like going through a little phone, you know, broke, dusty, disgusting shit like that. God damn. My fucking phone keep going. We look up like, you know, broke, dusty, disgusted, all that old bullshit. So then it's like, I was like thinking about it, like, I always been a nigga that could pick out what the fuck wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hear me? So even when I was like fucking with the pills and shit, I was able to be like, bitch, you a junkie. He ain't supposed to be no junkie. You hear me? So then I was able to just stop because I was like, fuck that nigga, you a junkie. That shit, that shit nasty. Yeah. So then, so with that shit, when I was going through my little phone, I'm like, man, you depressed. That's that's some whole ass shit. <laughs> like, that's how my brain be working. So I know it's not, but no, but like, you me, gotta tell you something. Me, that, I'm yeah. like, nah, you acting like a bitch right now. You hear me? So with me, I'm like, the kind of fucked up I was, I'm knowing that if I would have went to a doctor or some shit, they would have been like, Bitch, take these pills. You hear me? Because mm-hmm. I was on the verge. Like, I was like, fuck this shit. And then the type of family I got, they ain't the type of people you could just talk to and be like, pop something depressed. He'd be like, oh, bitch, ass nigga, go with me. <laughs> but I'm glad they liked it because it worked for me. It wouldn't work for everybody. Uh-huh. Like, some people some people need somebody to confide in and all that shit. With me, I'm the type of person that, like I say, I could pick out what's wrong with myself. So with them being like that, I knew I couldn't, you know, go to Pops and my mom and shit and be like, man, I feel it. Because my mom, she one of the people who like super religious. She was going to tell me about Jesus. You know, when you really fucked up, yeah, you ain't always trying to hear that shit. You know what I'm no, saying? No, 100%. Sometimes you want practical shit. And she's yes. one of the people that's going to always give you the spiritual. And my daddy, he too practical. He don't fuck about <laughs> no spiritual. And then he'd be like, bitch, go sell some dope. Oh, hold on, nigga. <laughs> like, so, it like, so I'm like, you know, I'm like, I got to figure that shit out. So I'm like, with me, I'm the type of nigga that I always hated. I always had problems with authority and shit. Like, even in school, like, I ain't never been no nigga who was just no no disruptive-ass nigga. But I'm going to do what I want to do in this bitch. And then if you tell me what I can't do or what I got to do, then I'll be like, who the fuck you talking to? Then you ain't raised me. You hear me? So, stupid shit. I always had that little authority shit. And, like, anything that felt like an obligation or a routine or anything, I'm like, fuck it. Because yeah. I don't like that shit. But what I learned is... I need a routine. I just don't need another nigga to give me that bitch. 
You hear me? So you put it on yourself. So with me being fucked up how I was, I'm like, I gotta give myself a routine. You hear me? So I started waking up early as a bitch. Like to this day, I wake up at 6 15 every morning and work out. Like that's the first thing I do. I gotta get up, work out. So I started that then. I was like, I'm gonna get up early as a bitch. I don't give a fuck how I'm feeling. Whatever the fuck, I'm gonna work out. You hear me? I'm gonna go get in the sun. You know what I'm saying? Cause niggas be crying and depressed and shit, but don't go outside. That yeah, shit don't stay in the house. Sense. Yeah. You hear me? So I'm like, I'm gonna um, go outside. I'm gonna all this shit. And then I'm gonna pray. And I'm gonna meditate. Or I'm gonna meditate and pray. Whichever one, however that bitch going to the other. Yeah. But I'm gonna do that. Cause I always been like a spiritual nigga and shit. And like, that's what it get with, with the, with the answer and shit is like, since a lit nigga, like, since a baby son, I could see, like, spirits and shit. Like, all that shit. Like, I could see a nigga and see some other shit in him. You hear me? Like, mm-hmm. I always been that nigga. And then it's like, on top of that, I see shit that's finna happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see shit specifically. Like, this person in your family right here gonna have fucking, um, like, whatever type of cancer and all that kind of shit. And you be like, man, now nah, that's some bullshit. Whatever. And then you get the call a week later. Ooh, 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 got this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's like I always been like that, like on my on my um my that's a raven shit. You hear me? So <laughs> on your vision so, shit. So yeah, so shit like this is like I always was on that tip. But it's like some shit you keep to yourself because you, if you say that shit to a nigga, they like the fuck, uh? like. But so come on, boom, I'm meditating. You hear me? One of them days, I'm just like, I had just turned 21. Mm-hmm. I'm meditating and shit. So then it literally like probably like days after I turned 21 type shit. So I'm meditating. And you know, I'm I'm in this bitch in here, but I be like against the wall and shit sitting up. And it's like the way I meditate, like I focus on my breathing so I don't focus on the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like the shit that try to block you off and shit. So I focus yeah. on like counting my counting in between my breaths. I hold that bitch in and be like one, two, three, four, five, then exhale. And then after a while, you ain't even counting no more. You just in a whole nother space type yeah. shit. So boom, I'm doing that shit, you hear me? God damn, I'm doing that shit. And then the fucking, um, like, you know how when your eyes close, you see all black? Yeah. That shit lit up. Oh, shit. Like, that shit turned gold, nigga. Like, it went from all black to, like, golden. And I'm like. Fuck, but I'm yeah, like, like what's going on? I'm like, I'm like, I can't open my eyes though, because I gotta see what the fuck you know finna happen. Yeah. I couldn't open my eyes, nigga. I was trying. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that shit was gold. So I'm like, what the fuck? Like bright as fuck. So then I seen the figure of another nigga in front of me in the same position I'm in. Like the same way I was meditating. Yeah. That nigga was meditating. You hear me? Crazy. So boom. He just get to telling me shit, son, like all kind of shit about me. And the thing is, he never opened his mouth. Like he was just transferring the shit. Yeah, it's just something you knew. Yeah, man. Like he just like, it's like information about yourself you didn't know, but he giving that shit to you mm-hmm. without having to open his mouth, without having to do nothing. He, he meditating like I'm meditating, like eyes closed, boom, and just transferring that shit in my brain. Like that shit just hit me right here, all this different shit. Since I was younger, son, since I was like 10, 11 years old. I had the same recurring dream. And since I have fucking, like, since I, like, they had the visions and shit, mm-hmm. I just took the dream as facts. When I was, like, 10, 11, I kept having the same dream, like, watching my death. Mm-hmm. You hear me? So, like, I seen how I was going to die. Like, I'm like, a nigga going to shoot me. 
So that's how my brain was. So it's like when you in a positive light and you knowing that you're going to die young, when you're in a positive light, it make you do positive shit. All you know right. what I'm saying? It make you want to like, all right, I got to do the fuck I can right now to put yeah. everybody else in a better position and shit. When you fucked up and you know you're going to die young, you be like, fuck everything. They're going to whack me anyway. You hear me? So that's how I was living at the okay. time. Like, I'm like, fuck everything. Shit. I'm going to go out. I'm going to go out regardless. So into it. So like when he came, the nigga look like a fucking, um, a fucking, what that shit is. Like, you ever heard of the Maroon people in Jamaica? That like, sound familiar. They like some warriors and shit, but they like from Ghana. Okay. So like they originated in Ghana, I think. I don't, don't quote me here. But they like from Ghana. They want to go with. Okay, for um, sure. <laughs> but the people, like he looked exactly like one of them though. So that's what fucked me up. And then he told me his name was Antwi. Real. Like, and this shit I never heard before. Like, I ain't never heard the name Antwi in my life. And yeah, and that's just something you can't tell you while you meditating. He told me the shit and had it spelled out. So like I knew how to spell it when I cause after after I snapped out that shit, I went to Googling everything. <laughs> that nigga told me, that nigga told me his name Antwi, and he told me my name Bobo. So I'm like, all right, whatever the fuck that mean. And then he the first, that's the first time I ever seen a vision of me old. Mm. So it's like he showed me again, me dying, like the same, it's the same way, saying I don't want to say it, and, and you know that shit happened. Yeah, but it's the same exact way, like the same way I get shot every time. So like he showed me that vision, and then he showed me like another way, a fucking grand, a fucking granddad or something. Like showed me being a granddad in long ass dreads, slugged up with my grandchildren in a fucking garden. Like showed me that shit. Like me teaching my grandchildren how to pick shit now that like my granddaddy did me. Like showing them that shit. So he showed me both of them, and he told me like he's like twenty one years old. For you, it's hella pivotal, you know what I'm saying? Cause he was like, the thing is, you always been good at whatever the fuck you did. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing that's gonna stop you from doing it's, what it's you not like do. it's not like no no fucking wide event is gonna be the shit that make you be like, all right, I'm gonna change my life. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing gonna push you into changing your life. It's gonna be a decision. Yeah, you know it's gonna I'm be saying? something it's, you gotta it's, choose. It's strictly your will. Like he telling me this shit. He like, thank is boom. You can keep mastering the world like you're doing. And you know, by the time you, whatever, whatever age, you see how young you is right here, it's always for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they like, you're going to make an impact. You're going to have an impact still. Like, you know, people still going to fuck with you. People still going to know you, but you're going to be another nigga that had an impact and die young. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, you figure out how to master yourself. And he's like, you figure out how to master yourself. And then this was in store for you. You know what I'm saying? Like having a having my own family and shit like that. Yeah. Like, I ain't never thought myself to be that kind of nigga. You hear me? Like, it just been like fuck it, whatever happened, whatever happened. But he was like, he showed me that, and I ain't never got to see that before. So that's wow. So like that shit fucked me up. So when he told me, he like your name Bobo, um, my name Answer. So your name Bobo Answer. So boom. I finally get out the fucking thing. You hear me? Man, my shit. Hold on, hold on. I got to Reposition this shit. So my shit don't fuck around and uh, that. I'm fucking, uh, 
Mech got a, longer, you got a, yeah, got a plug in your charger. Ain't no thing, cause this this is crazy, man. Like, and it makes sense why that song sound like that and everything. It's like, yo, if if you didn't if you didn't listen to him, shit may be different. Yeah, shit would be real different. Yeah. Oh yeah, we in this bitch. I, I need to move this. Are we good? Uh, move it up just a tiny bit, just a tiny bit. All right, I think good. we should. Yeah, that's great. Alright. So boom, you hear me? So uh so yeah, once I snap out the fucking the little trends and shit, I ain't even get to do nothing else that day. I'm just Googling. I'm like, hold on, what the fuck is an answer with? Like you gotta figure <laughs> so out what's, what's shit, all this mean. I Google that shit and I figure out it's a surname in Ghana, like a last name mm-hmm. in Ghana. So that fucked me up because I was like, this nigga like the fucking maroon people. And I was just saying this shit to myself. And then I'm like, oh shit, this nigga from Ghana too. And it's a, it's like a last name in Ghana. Yeah. Type shit. But that's the only name he gave me. He was like, it's just into it. Like, just you so you can know your so people. Like, so I'm like, all right, all right, this some this some far back shit. So then I look up Bobo. And then I don't know if this the fucking the the most the most reliable site. Yeah, man. Yeah. But I looked up Bobo, and the first thing that popped up was this website that said a, a name for boys in Ghana born on a Tuesday. So then I'm like, hold on. I look up November 10, 1998, that bitch, the Tuesday. Tuesday. Like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this shit ain't no fucking coincidence. You hear me? Yeah. So, so that shit fucked me up. Like, I was like, oh, shit. And then this was made a Mo Gangster. That's why, I, uh, I said on that bubble answer, I'm like, profit came to mama, answer came to me, all this in the same week, said I put profit over knowledge. Man, my mama asked me the day before this shit happened, she was like, she was like, you know, you always had like them little gifts and shit, like you always see shit before it happened, you always seen spirits and like, I used to see like colors glowing around niggas and all kind of shit. So she like, you always had them spirits and gifts. Do you think like, would you call yourself a prophet? I'm like, nah, I wouldn't call myself a prophet I feel like everybody who do that kind of shit just be trying to get shit out of people. So like, I always rejected putting a title on any of that shit. Like I'm like, I don't know, God fuck with me. Like I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'd be like, I just been seeing shit, bitch. I don't know. It's just something that so, just happened to me that I don't even I don't even talk about to people. So I'm like, so I never spoke on. I mean, she asked me that shit. She like, would you call yourself proud? I'm like, nah. And then she just walked out the room. So she ain't say nothing about it. So when I had seen all that shit. I went to her, like after I Googled everything and figured the shit out for myself, I went to my mom and I'm like, man, look, I gotta warn you this shit because that's the kind of else me and my mama can run. Like, yeah, spirits and shit. Like, I'd be like, man, mama, man, what did like shit come to me and ask me what shit mean in the Bible and shit? Cause I used to be like, I just read this kind of shit when I was younger. So, like, so boom, I go to her, like, man, let me let me tell you about what happened when I'm meditating, you hear me? And she was like, you know, it's crazy. I ain't finished talking because you turned me away. Like, she's like, when you was like, yeah, nah, I, don't, I don't do all that prepping shit. She was like, all right, whatever. She walked out. But she's like, thank is, because she go to this lady who uh who who like a prophet, she a prophetess, but she got like not a church, but like it's like a congregation of, of women and shit, but it's not like a church though. But they they just meet, they, they, yeah, talk, they, yeah. they, they like talking, they kicking and learn about the Bible and shit. I think she got like a school and all that too, like one of the Bible college. Uh-huh. But she told us, she was like, man, your youngest son, this is why she asked me. Because she was like, the prophetess told her, she's like, your youngest son, he uh, 
he a prophet and he got picked by his ancestors. And she and I'm like, man, hold on, man. Fuck, yeah, like, that's too fucking much at one time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> I was like, man, that's too much at one time, bro. But yeah, that's that's what the fuck happened. And then like it took me a while to really feel like, like I feel like I'm picking a side now. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, like I remember running with like my homegirl, the, the girl that's in the um in the big woozy video, the light skin chick. Like I'm running with her, I'm telling her about the shit. And she like, it sound like you need to uh pick my nigga before you fuck around me. <laughs> <laughs> but then like I'm trying to tell her, I'm like, that shit way easier than it sounds. Like it's really on you, son. Like it's really in you, like to do certain shit. Like, yeah, like I swear, like it's really in you, son. So you gotta really like rebuke that shit and like be like, fuck that I'm doing something different, but that shit really be in you, like deep. So like, it's I feel not like as I'm easy just, as it seems. Yeah, so like I feel like I'm just picking for real, for real. And that's why I was comfortable with doing the Bobo answer song, because I'm like, fuck that. Like, that's what now I'm I can do the sequel. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm going to really be, yeah. Like, I'm going to really be about it. I'm going to put it on wax yeah. just to show myself, like, yeah, to show it's like it's really, yeah, like, it's it's really changing. And it makes yeah. sense that this is the last song after all the stuff you talk about, because it's like, all right, that's all the stuff I done did. I'm leaving that there. And this is where I'm going after this. And I'm going to try yes, my sir. hardest to make that happen. That's crazy. Yo. Try my fucking hardest. Yo, that's crazy, bro. Like that, that shit happened to you. Hey, Rich, that shit wild as fuck, son. Because like, but like, nah, but and like, like you said, like that's too many coincidences in one. In yeah, because I'm like, I could be tripping. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's, it's easy to tell yourself that, Sam. Yeah. So I'm like, man, I was, I'm tripping. I'm mad. I'm my fucking mind. Whatever. But then when the world showed you that, that, that thing like multiple times. All yeah. that shit came back. And then it's like, the thing is, I didn't have a dream about like my death for a second. It was a recurring dream, but then I ain't having it in a second because I guess it's just like I accepted it. So like, yeah, ain't no point in keep seeing it. Yeah. So it's like, but that motherfucker, as soon as he pulled up on me, like, oh, hold on, let me show you that bitch again. Like bring them same just, things yeah, back. Just to let you know, yeah. Bitch, you hear me? Like, Boom, and then he, uh, but look at this though. And I'm like, damn. I might have master to, myself, you hear yeah, me? But like, might have to go up to that second one. But like, this fucking money though. <laughs> 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 this fucking fans money, that shit, that shit is appealing. And that's why that, but that, that's why that profit line is so hard though. Because it's, it's a multiple, it's a multiple meaning behind that shit. Hell, man, Tommy, tell the people where they can find the album at real quick before we finish up the interview. Because I like to get you to plug it after we do the, the man, talk of the album. You could find that shit on everything. You hear me? You can find that shit on everything you be on from YouTube to all the streaming to the shit you could buy it on. Time and rules forever the code. Yeah. Y'all gonna make sure y'all get that. And can they buy it? Yeah, you go buy that. Oh yeah, make like, y'all. That's what I tell people to do. Y'all go buy this album go on, on buy iTunes, bitch. iTunes, Google Play. You go buy that bitch. Yeah, y'all definitely go buy forever the code. This shit that's is how hard. That's how that hell. fucking um, the raffle shit was. Oh yeah, the, the raffle you was doing. Who, who ended up winning that? Man, this this nigga. Uh, I don't even know how to say his name. I think his name Seneca. Okay, Seneca is the dude in Virginia. Just some, you know, just some random guy who yeah, wanted random random nigga who tapped in. And was fucking with my music and shit, so he ended up winning that bitch. My sister picked the names I had, put them shits, and then my sister picked, she picked, and he the one who won that bitch. Real. Yo, I, look, I told you this before, 
What what prompted that idea for that? Because I thought that was one of the smartest things I didn't seen in a hot minute. Like Man. just to get a way to get people to buy the album, and then uh, but then they want a free laptop. Is like mm-hmm. nah, and then there's a way to like have. What's the word I'm trying to say? It's a way to build your fan base and make them feel like they're part of the community and make them feel like they, they're special and like that they mean something. And it's not like some other just random people that's like, oh, I'll give, do this giveaway. Y'all, whoop de No, there's something that's like, it means something. Yeah, like, I really don't even know what made me come up with that bitch out the flat. But like, again, nigga been doing this shit a long time. Mm-hmm. So... We didn't did a lot of shit already. Like, you didn't try a bunch of stuff, we yeah. We didn't try shit, so it's like, it was like, man, at first I was like, man, I just want to do a raffle, like, and I'm like, man, what I can buy? I'm like, man, I can get niggas a TV. And then I'm like, that shit don't make sense. School from the start, everything online, get ass a Chromebook or something yeah. like shit they can use, you hear me? So I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna go with that. I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna go with that. And then, you know. Now, nah, but that's, that's really a blessing was. to somebody on the low. Like, Shit, yeah, because dude, dude who won it, he in school, he a photographer, all that shit, so. And see, that's you making the world better. That go back to everything you we was just talking about. <laughs> like, on the real, nah, nah, because yeah. you got me convinced, bro. I'm sitting over here like, damn, that's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm being dead ass serious with you. That yeah, shit, that shit, wow. But okay, let's get to the rapid fire question. Being that you from Louisiana, I ask everybody that's from Louisiana. Crawfish or gumbo? Gumbo, fuck crawfish. Ooh, all right, gumbo or boudin? Fuck. There we go. I knew that we was gonna get a hard one. Fuck. Damn, man. Cause look, I get excited every time I fucking see boot dancing. But I don't really I be trying not to eat pork. Mm. So gumbo. Gumbo 100. What's your favorite movie? The Mac. The, what's the wait, what the hell is the Mac? <laughs> you never seen that shit? I don't think it's so. Golden. I don't, don't wait, hold on, man. Let me Google Send the Mac. You ain't never seen the Mac, son. I don't think so. <laughs> man, it's like some black exploitation shit. Pimp nigga, that nigga had, uh... Man, come on. Oh, man. if it's a black expectation film, I don't know if I saw it then, for real. Black okay, wait. Man, the man, oh, it's a 1970... Okay, well, shit. Huh, you gave me something. I'ma watch. Man, that nigga was breaking them hoes, man. I swear I seen that shit, and I've been fucked up since, man. <laughs> I got that shit as a child, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm finna be hard on these hoes, just like my nigga Gold. I'm watching this. I'm <laughs> you gotta watch this shit, girl. Hell yeah, okay. The, the, the Mac or Shadows, like, because they be my two okay, different I know, ways. Okay, I know what Shadows is. They be my two different ways I be going. You know, I'm the Mac or shit, or I'm like, fuck it, I'm trying to shoot everybody in this bitch. So that's how my brain be working. <laughs> I definitely know what Shadows is. That shit is hard. So, but I'm gonna check out the Mac for sure. All right, give me. If you on an island and you can only have two albums with you, what two albums you taking with you? Fuck. Damn. Yeah, you got to give me a genre. Because I listen to too much music. I've been All right. Around one rap album, album, one R&B album. One rap album, one R&B album. I feel like I'm going to change my answer right after we get out the interview. But I'm going to say fucking Doggy Style. That's like my favorite album. It's one of my favorite albums. It's okay. A Snoop fan. I see it. So I'm going to have Doggy Style in that bitch. And then I'm going to have R&B. Fuck. Hey, how long I'm on the island? <laughs> oh, you on the island for forever, bro. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Shit. All right. R&B. I'm going to go there fucking. Um, 
Man, that that was going on. Ain't that what that bitch called? That more yeah, than gay bitch. I think that's what it's called. I'm pretty. I'm pretty what's sure. Going on. Cause I got that in my in my Serato. What's happening, brother? Yeah, no, I know. Ex- I know exact. Now that's something. I, that's not like the Mac. Yeah, no, it's, it's called what's going on. Yeah, that's the one with, with that's the one with mercy me and uh yeah what's going on and God is hey that shit that shit put me on that too because when that I was younger hug. when I was young I just always go hard to mercy mercy me and I ain't never know what he was talking about but the hook just I'm like you know two stepping yeah hey. and then you listen to that bitch you like God damn hold on like <laughs> this nigga really talking about something he niggas talking about war and shit. Yeah, I thought the, we were just two stepping drinking liquor. No, the sixties was a, that was a different time back then. Yeah, like that's why I fuck with the album because the whole album sound like that. Like it's flash shit, flash music, all that shit. But if you listening, you like damn, like this nigga talking he, about he really Vietnam talking about shit. He talking about like all that shit for real. And I think that's interesting that you say that because when you go back to Forever the Code. How you mm-hmm. got stuff that sound good, but when you really look into it, mm-hmm. there's meaning behind it. Shit says like it's that, and it's it's fucked up because like I'm happy is when I'm fucked up, like mm-hmm. not liquor or not like drugs. No, no, no. I don't really just how you I'm feel. Happy yeah. is when I'm like on some fucked up shit, like you hear me. Yeah. So that's that's why that's why the fucking decision so hard to make because it's like I get depressed when I think about doing right. <laughs> like nigga be like fuck man a job fuck man. One bitch, like you be thinking about shit like that, like. But then it's like when you like fuck it, think I'm thugging. However it goes, gonna go. It's like I'm hyper, so it's like that's why my music when I'm saying the most foul shit, that's the shit that you could go hard to, cause that's how I am. Like yeah. that's how I really think. And then the shit when I'm really talking about life, like man, we gotta get this shit together. It be kind of more sound more slow sinister. Song. Yeah, you hear me? But like, cause that's just how my brain work with this shit, and it's like that on top of like. Being fans of music, being a fan of music that do shit like that, where it's like they damn near trick you, like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's that's very it's, interesting, it's especially mix. after hearing hearing your project. But the final question we ask everybody is: if you was the writer, director, producer to the to the Tommy Rouge movie, how do you want it to end? Hey, I wanted to end like ends will show me the second way. I the second way, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to end me slug the fuck up with some long ass dreads, tatted up, showing my grandchildren how to pick tomatoes and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause that's that's how I always been saying. Like, I really just like it's like as fucked up as my brain go or as I really am. It be like I still have a vision of like being old, like being peaceful. Not fucking with shit, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody fuck. I'm, I'm off on my own little corner, you hear me? Because this is how, like, my granddaddy, that nigga got his own little land and shit. Mm-hmm. I'm too much of it. Like, I can't see myself being ducked off in a country like him. But I can see myself with, like, some land, like, growing food and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. On some serene also, shit. I, I go yeah. into the city when I got to, but, you know, fuck them people. Like, I'm well, on some self-sustaining you know shit, I mean? like, yeah. Like, so it's like, I see it like that, you know? That's 100%. how I get that bitch to end. Hell yeah. yeah. Quentin Tarantino. To direct that bitch? Direct that bitch. That's <laughs> yeah. a nigga. Yo, that's my favorite director, bro. What's Bruh, your Quentin favorite Tarantino, one from him? Son. Bruh, I feel like I'm going to sound stupid saying it, but saying the fucking hate for eight. <laughs> Yo, wait, this nigga. Yo, that's crazy. Nah, that's wild. That's your favorite. But the, look, the Bruh, twist that's, in that that's, bitch is nuts. Like, that's that bitch, son. Like, I be watching that bitch like, God. Then it's so long, son. Yeah. But like that shit, and then like really all like, man, all the shit everybody know. Like Quentin Tarantino, that nigga. So it's like, 
fucking kill Bill. Shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. he shit that you just like, you could tell, like, I fuck with him and Spike Lee for like the same reasons where it's like, it's some real shit going on, but they doing it their way. Yeah, and it's like, very, they very make, rich, Like, man. they make that shit like, damn near like comical. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn near like you comical. You can laugh at shit. Or like, or like dramatic. Yeah. You know, like on some real dramatic shit, like on some play shit, but in a movie, like... I don't know if you saw the I last one he shit. did, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the one with Brad. Man, I just watched that bitch. So you know, at the end, when the dog and shit eating up on that... That shit yes. is hilarious. But it's Sense. a real-ass Sense. moment. And then I'm, then I'm like, because all that shit was like based around the shit that actually happened. Yeah, with the man. I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, bro, imagine if they really would have had them niggas next door, man. If they would have survived. With yeah. the flamethrower, man. I'm like, man, that bitch would have been so raw. Yo, that's that that was a great movie. But I'm glad you said that at the end because like nah, I fuck with Tarantino. But Tommy man, thank you so much for coming on the show. Tell the people they can find you at on social media. All right, man. Fine again. Everything you be on social media wise, Tommy Rouge underscore at Tommy Rouge underscore. I'm on all that shit. If you uh one of the people that don't like to hear niggas talk reckless, don't follow me on Twitter, son. <laughs> um don't follow me on Instagram media because I be talking shit. <laughs> I'm just a reckless ass nigga, but you know, follow me on all that shit for the music part. 100%. And y'all make sure, again, y'all go get Forever the Code, Spotify, hey, Apple, Tidal, wherever you get it. Nigga, 1,000%. Yeah, that's how we finish it. Young nigga, rich nigga, real nigga. Hell yeah. yeah thank man. you again, Tommy, for coming on. Hey, thank you, man. You already know. And let's finish up the pod with bros who ball. All right, ladies and gentlemen, want to shout out to uh, Tommy Rouge for coming on the pod. Really appreciate it. Y'all make sure y'all go follow him and check out his new album, Forever the Code. But now it is time for Bros Who Ball, and it is playoff time. The playoffs are intense. We've had the first games happen, and tonight we've had the first parts of game two happen. Tomorrow, we're going to pick the games for tomorrow. Tomorrow, the Heat play again. The Heat versus Pacers, Thunder versus Rockets, Magic versus Bucks, Trailblazers versus Lakers. We will pick those games at the end of the show and some others. But before we get into that, let me introduce my co-hosts as always. To the bottom, we got Adam Schubert. And to my right, we got Justin Baptiste. Adam, how you doing this week, brother? I'm doing all right. You know, uh, it's good to have basketball, serious basketball. It's been, like we said last week, it feels a lot like March Madness having basketball on all day. Yeah. So it's been pretty fun. And now the fact that it's intense, it's getting it's getting crazier and crazier as these games continue. Justin, how you doing, my brother? I'm doing good. I'm enjoying the playoffs right now. I really feel like this may be one of the best playoffs in a while. Just it is, look, it it's so fun right now, man. And we will get into these games because there's a lot of interesting matchups. But before we touch basketball, last week we didn't talk about this, and I want to get Schubert's opinion because he's our football guy. Schubert, we're not having college football, are we? I don't know. I, I'm exp- I got emails today from, you know, alumni in South Alabama and people at Alabama being like, hey, you want tickets? <laughs> I mean, so the like, SEC is going to play, but like. The, sounds like the Sun Belt's going to play, too. The Sun Belt and the SEC, but like the Big Ten, the Pac-12. Just them. And what about the Big 12? And all the and all the no, the Big 12 said they're going to play. What about the ACC? Uh, ACC said they're going to play. They got schedules. The The thing that I was listening to in regards to that is that there's this doctor going around out of Minnesota who has been meeting with all the SEC coaches and uh, commissioners. And um, he's been putting it, he's been giving them statistics and, and stuff that they feel like they're, they're good to go. I mean, I, I don't, I, I have to read the exact article just as like what he's been saying, but 
I mean, he's he's got them pretty confident that they're going to be able to to get this thing Dude, going. Really? But I mean, with with the SEC, I mean, they still have a whole month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're not going to start till the twenty sixth. That's true. Which I think and, is the best way to do it. But also on top of play. that, they need to get the football players like away from the rest of campus because word on road, what I've heard and seen on Twitter and heard from people at school right now, I've heard Auburn, nobody's wearing a mask and people just been going out. I heard LSU, same thing. And I heard the football players were in classes with people not wearing masks. They weren't wearing masks and they're going out as well. Coach O tried to stop some people from going out to Tigerland, but he couldn't. They still went anyway. So if these football players are serious about playing, they need to get serious about like what they do in their free time. They got to just stay home. Like, yeah. I don't understand why they don't just take online classes and stay in their dorm and then go to go play or not even st- like maybe not even stay in a dorm. I, like I don't the know football, why they I don't know why they need they to be sectioned off somewhere else. Them. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. If it's if it's most, serious about football, take an online class. I mean, Cam Newton never went to a, a in-person class. So I mean, ben like, Simmons did, never did that. either. Like, no, no, everybody like now people want to start going to class. Like, like exactly. <laughs> what the hell? It, it shocked me when I when I saw those Auburn people tweeting that and taking pictures and not wearing masks. I'm like, what are y'all doing out and about anyway? Like, it makes no sense. But we shall For see. Sure. But as of I saw uh, Clay Travis tweeting about how the Big Ten is trying to do some like so many different conspiracy theories and shit about how the Big Ten's trying to start playing. I don't know if that's going to happen. We're going to see. Yeah, well, um, the thing that I could see happening is, like, I, either Iowa or Nebraska or both are both like, hey, like, you know, we don't know what y'all are talking about. We didn't want this. Like, they're trying to figure out a way to, like, get, to out get in. <laughs> but the thing is, is, like, you know, the, those conferences made their decision and, you know, they gotta I, live with it. I, I I mean I'm not saying that their decision was bad, but uh, you know at the end of the day, um, people the, the different conferences are going to make their different decisions, and we're going to see by December who made the right ones. Because facts, it, no, it, you know either way it could be someone was a loser. Yeah, no, you're absolutely and right. And the loser could be Justin Fields. Yeah, exactly. So it because like he, you said, he, I, you know a lot of people I, don't say that he had the opportunity to get the first spot in the draft next year, which is probably true. I mean, it's probably going to go Trevor Lawrence. But yeah. I mean, think about it. The main thing that pushed Trevor Lawrence forward was that he won that national championship, made it to another. Maybe he makes it to a third, and that cements that spot. But Justin Fields was going to win this year. I mean, yeah, he had yeah, this. He had a, this was this, is this his, was the this year was for them. Team. And look, man, we would like you said, I'm not mad at any of those conferences decision because I respect them for caring about not saying that the other conferences don't care, but for putting their players lives at like the front forefront. So I get it. And we, like you said, we will find out by December who made the right decision and who doesn't because COVID season's coming back hot come December, come Christmas yeah, time. I mean, <laughs> I, I even saw that the NFL was debating on possibly doing a postseason bubble. Oh, the NFL, the NFL, I've been saying for months needs to do a bubble and they clowning, but we, huh, they know they're going to end up like the MLB if they don't, if they don't uh, get their mind right. So my, my whole, my whole thing with the NFL and I said it on my shows, cause you know, here in New Orleans, we hear the uh, you know, Saints fans just talking, 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 ah, oh, you know, we got to all be in the dome, stuff like that. And I'm just like half of y'all that uh, actually more than half of y'all that are saying that Never go to the games anyway. Exactly. And and don't want to pay for the ticket cost that's going to cost to go to that Tampa Bay Bucks game. Like I was never going to go to that game. There's My, no way. Like I don't get why the NFL thinks they can play with fans. I don't understand. Like that is like the fact that the Jags, the Cowboys, like you're gonna risk your season 
just to have fans like do what the NBA is doing and y'all will well, get y'all will get the NFL will get way better ratings than the NBA if they do a bubble. They will well, the get Jags, the Jags have been ratings. social distancing since like 2006. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I don't know if you, I don't know if you've ever seen a picture of uh, game day in Jacksonville and the Chargers, MP. the same thing. I, I don't know why Chargers are like, yeah, we're going to have fans. Nigga, you don't have fans in the first place. <laughs> Neither Damn, you. Man. Nor the Rams. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like the, the alternative LA is like in now. Like I feel like everyone wants to be Clippers fans, Chargers fans, because it's like the alternative. You know, I guess similar with Angels, but who cares about baseball? Yeah, facts. Um, but yeah, I don't even know what's going on over there. But I just want to get Not your good. take on just your take on college football and what's going on because we didn't talk about that last week because the some conferences definitely shut down. But let's get to the NBA. Let's start off with all the game ones and the game twos of this of this series. So Jazz Nuggets, one of the weirdest series that's going on. The Nuggets won game one, which I thought they lost because Donovan Mitchell put up 52 points, but they ended up winning. And then the uh, Jazz end up winning tonight, 124 to 105. The Nuggets look bad, man. The Nuggets look really bad. They look like they don't know what they're trying to do on offense. Like, Game one, Michael Porter had 13 points. Jokic had 29. Murray had 36. And then, and then, but if you look at game two, uh, hold on, let me pull up the stats for game two. If you look at that game two, Porter had 28. Jokic had 28. Murray had 14. And it's like, what are y'all doing? And like the Jazz have no, literally Donovan Mitchell by himself. Donovan Mitchell got 30. Luckily, Jordan Clarkson put up 26. Joe Ingles had 18 and Rudy Gobert had 19. I'm going to start off with you, Justin. What are you seeing from the Jazz and the Nuggets? To me, the Nuggets, I wouldn't be surprised if the Jazz win this, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Nuggets win this. This seems like just L.A. Fitness, Reds, uh, basketball, park park ball at Girard. This seems like just pickup basketball. This is the worst series I've watched so far. Even the Nets and the Magic have put up better showings than, than both the Clippers, I mean, both the Nuggets and the Jazz. Yeah, I, I still think it's it's still timing. I know, you know, they had, you know, a, um, I guess a regular season that you want to say, but yeah. they played a, a few, they, they didn't play that many games. So I feel like, you know, they, they're still trying, you know, find their footing, still trying to find that, that team chemistry. And like the Clippers and Lakers, like, you know, they look off too. So I just, I think that we're going to see, you know, a lot of teams look off to start off with, but, you know, it's about still finding a way to win, to win those games. To me, the the Nuggets need Michael Porter to step up because Jamal Murray's hit or miss, and the, I don't think you can rely on Jamal Murray every night. They need Michael Porter to be a consistent 15. I don't even want to say 15 to 20. I think they need Michael Porter to be a consistent 20 to 25 if they want to advance and win, win rounds. I mean, I, he's definitely capable of, you know, scoring 20. But it's shitty because they didn't play him all year until now. That's what I'm saying. So he hasn't played all year. He's in the, you know, they have the bubble. He's been playing good. But to ask him to average 20, that, that's, that's nuts. Like, that's two, That's only only done in 2K. Like, that, that, that's some 2K stuff where you don't start all season and they put you in and yeah, now yeah. you can drop 20. Like, it's like, bro, you can't expect Michael Porter to do that because not only was he not playing, it would be some games he played 15 minutes and some games he played zero. And it was like, Mike Malone, what are you doing? And, and like, so... I don't know what's up with the Nuggets and Jazz, but I just want to t- touch on that series real yeah. quick now, because I don't think don't, it's that I, interesting. I didn't say anything about it, but, you know, I think it's attributing to the whole thing that we'll see when we talk about the other ones is that really all these series, anyone has a chance, which is kind of what we've seen throughout the the little regular season bit we had. 
is, you know, I, I thought at that point it was just like some teams weren't playing as hard, but it's starting to see that, you know, the environment has affected everyone. I think it's bolstered teams that were, were lower seeds and it's put more pressure on the higher teams, seeds. The higher seeds, yeah. But I think one team that has been consistent throughout, and this is the next matchup we'll talk about, is the next Nets and Raptors. Granted, the Raptors are playing the Nets, but like you said, in, in, this, in these games, it seems like everybody has a puncher's chance. But Nick Nurse has kept his team consistent. He's kept his team fresh. Uh, Fred Van Vliet and, and uh, Kyle Lowry are looking like one of the best backcourts in the league. Fred Van Vliet in game one had 30 points. Kyle Lowry had 16. Sergi Baca, 22. In game two, Fred Van Vliet had, hold on, let me get it. Because he's been just killing for the for the. He had twenty four. Fred Van Vliet had twenty four. Uh, Siakam had, had nineteen. Powell had nine twenty four, and then Kyle Lowry had twenty one. Schubert, what are you seeing from the Raptors that uh, that is just that's showing you that they're serious and that they're actually contenders, or is it just coaching? The Nets? Yeah, so, I mean, it's not, and not that the Nets are bad. I think the Nets are also being tremendously coached for given what they what they're able to do with the the guys they have on the court, but you know. I think Nick Nurse is just really putting these guys in the right position, playing the right, doing the right rotation. Everyone who comes on the floor seems like they're contributing. So, you know, I feel like they're pretty well-rounded, even though they may not be the most flashy. I think, you know, they are still without that guy. Like, Kawhi really made a difference for them last year, and so they don't really have anyone that you can really lean on besides, like, Van Vliet. Which is really it's sketchy. Weird. Yeah, I know. It's like it's like Van Vliet's their go-to guy now. So it's like, okay, but, interesting. But the credit I'll give to the Nets, you know, they have some guys who are really good players. Um, you know, Jared Harris Allen, Levert, Harris Jared Levert. Allen, Joe Harris you know, can knock down the jumpers. Sure. Yeah. I mean, he had four today. I mean, when I tuned into the game, I would tune in because the Nets were up and almost almost by ten, and I was thinking, wow. You know, I guess I need to figure out what the Nets are all about. And so, like I said, all the teams that are in the bubble seem like they are being are given this chance to 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 do it, even if you're the Nets and have nobody on your team. So the the, the idea of not having fans there, no pressure on you. It's it's a it's a pressureless. And not saying that there's no pressure because anytime you play a basketball game that means something, there is pressure. But with no fans there, it's I saw someone tweet. It's like these guys who who never wanted to play in front of their girlfriends are finally getting a shot to like really show how talented they are. But the moment a girlfriend steps back in the, in the, in the building, they're going to start missing shots again. Don't you worry. And I just, just thought that was the funniest post because it's true. Cause Justin, you know, in high school, when you play with your teammates, when their girlfriends came, they would want to take so many shots and then they start missing. And then, but when their girlfriend's not there, that's when they start balling again. <laughs> Yeah, taking all the shots, man. Just, just doing the most, basically. <laughs> the Nets are going to be trouble next year come when KD and Kyrie come back. So it's going to be interesting to see how they progress. But solid, solid unit they got over there in uh in the Nets. But a unit that needs to be worried, super worried in the East, the 76ers. My goodness. Let's blow that team up because all that size is not working. Horford uh, Game one Harris, good. and, and uh, Embiid are not working. Game one, they look good. But the difference is in game one, the Celtics did this. Tatum had 32. Hayward had 12. Uh, Jalen Brown had 29. And Kemba had 19. But if you look at game uh, – and, and Embiid scored more. But if you look at the, the game that happened today – uh, 
Embiid only had well, Embiid had 34 points. I mean, that's that's the best you can ask of him. The others didn't play, but Tatum had 33, Brown had 20, and Kimball Walker had 22. It's like what you said, Schubert. When Kimball Walker balls, the Celtics are a hard, hard team to beat, man. When and Kimball Walker looks healthy, and all he's talking about is how good Tatum and Brown are, and he's just, just happy he can contribute. I really like what the Celtics are doing. And when you look at the Raptors, I think the Raptors are going to make it far. But I think the thing that's going to that's gonna hold the Raptors back is who's going to be their go-to guy. And if Tatum's playing like he is, dropping 33 points, giving you a 30-piece every time he steps on the court, they are going to be difficult. Justin, what are you seeing from the Celtics that's, that's uh, intriguing you? You know, they're doing a good job of scoring the ball. They had a good game. But the thing about them is consistency. Can they keep it up? And the thing about the 76ers is, you know, they lack consistency. Sometimes they play hard, sometimes they don't. And that's why I like the Raptors, because you because you, you already know they in. They're going to play hard, yeah. They, they, they're going to play hard. You know, they're going to – someone's coming off a ball screen, they'll come up. They won't let the guy shoot in, in, in their face. They'll box out. They'll rebound. They'll do all, all those, those little – The little things. And that's what a lot of these teams aren't doing. You know, they're coming out lackadaisical – not playing hard and it's showing, you know, in the Raptors, they play hard every single yep. game. And so, they, they're showing they want it. They're showing that they're not com- complacent. And, and that's what, that's what's making the Raptors do it. But the Celtics are showing a little bit of that too. Schubert, what'd you think about just the 76ers performance? And is it time to get rid of Brett Brown? Is it time to say, yo, we're choosing Embiid or Simmons or like we got that. They have to get rid of Harris or Horford in the off season. One of them has to go so they can get a quality guard over there. If they're going to keep Simmons and Embiid. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, you know, I think Harris is really underperforming. Um, and, and Horford is just kind of at his limits. But, you know, Embiid's still playing really well. Again, like what you said, you really need to make a decision on what your future is going to be. Because Harris um, can't get think, 13 points, man. He has to have – gotta be, he got to have more than that. And I think, you know, the first step may be like what you're saying is to get rid of Brett Brown. And then as, you're, as the GM should be considering is who am I going to get and who is the star that I'm going to pair them with, kind of. Like I feel like you got to make the decision – with whoever's going to coach it. So like, yeah. let's say you get a coach that's like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to really thrive with having a big man like Embiid. Then like you go with Embiid, you know what I'm saying? So I, I don't it, know, maybe it's, it's going to be a discussion that they're going to have it, they're gonna, It's a good time because there's a lot of good coaches out. And if the Philly job opens, then it's not only Brooklyn and the Pelicans that's the best job. It's Philly. Chicago Philly, too. Philly's a good job. I, I put Chicago fourth, but but you get what I'm saying. I think... Sh- sh- Chicago's fourth right now, but I, I'm telling you, like whether it's this off season or the next off season, there's going to be some. I think it's going to be this off season because of the last dance, everyone's like, oh yeah, the Bulls. I they're going to want to go. They're going to want to go. Maybe maybe they trade Zach Levine. I've heard some, you know, or Zach Levine leaves and they restart. Like I don't know. I think they're going to. I think that job's going to be really really nice. Interesting. Eventually. We, we shall see what's up with them. Let's go to the games that happened tonight. And uh, the Mavericks in the Clippers. Game one, the Clippers won. Some of the Mavericks fans feel like they got robbed for them kicking out Porzingis. Tonight, the Clippers had, had a shot, man. The Clippers had so many chances. They just didn't hit open shots. Paul George was nowhere to be found. Kawhi needs to be more assertive. Justin, what did you see from the Clippers? Because I think it's what you said earlier with the Raptors. They want it. The Clippers can't come out in the first, second, and part of the third and be like, 
Yeah, we're playing basketball. We're doing this. We're doing this. No, they got to be locked in from the jump. Shooting. I just think, you know, they just didn't, didn't make enough shots. Can't, they had a chance to uh, to come back into the game. You know, Luca, he was out for most – he was in foul trouble. Yep. I mean, I mean honestly, Lou Williams is looking like the starter team. He's a yeah. Kawhi had 35, but it was the most quiet 35 I've ever seen. I'm not saying like Kawhi is not he he's still the, the superstar. No, but I get what you're saying. Lou William had an impact. He can play. He's he's he, he looks more impactful than any other player on the court. And, and Paul, Paul George can't have 14 points. I, I know I said that about Tobias, but Paul George definitely can't have four. Like, we're not paying you all that money to get 14 points, Paul George. Like, yeah, Mavericks team is 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 serious. They got Luca, who's who's leading them, and and Porzingis is looking like the Porzingis of the Knicks. That's what I'm saying. Like this team looks like they really want to take down the Clippers, and the Clippers need, need to figure it out. And, start and they got good coaching with uh, Carlisle Schubert. What were you about to say about Porzingis? I mean, about uh, Paul George because he's looking atrocious. Uh, four from seventeen from the floor. I mean, that's all you that you need. Three, two from ten from three. Yeah, every I mean, three-pointer he took was just brick. And then the ones he made was when a foul was called or a tra- or a travel or so, so every time. It was like every time they the shot won't count, a three is made. And Paul George is that guy that can't play well in front of people. So I don't know why he's not balling out in front of in the uh in the bubble. Also, Schubert, how do you feel about every Knicks player balling out? Porzingis 23, Hardaway 17, Trey Burke 16. Trey Burke! <laughs> Trey Burke! Trey, Trey Burke's dirty. Trey Burke is balling. Tim but, Hardaway is balling. Yeah, Tim Hardaway's doing well, man. I got to say, I'm he's, I'm... he's playing smart basketball all around. That's what it is. He's not he's not forcing shots like he was with the Knicks. He's playing his role. But when you have a guy talented like Luka Doncic, you can do that. Luka's so good, man. Oh. If I'm the Suns or the Kings, I'm shooting myself in the foot. They messed up. And I don't care how good Aiden is. I don't care how good Marvin Bagley III is. If you think Devin Booker and Luka Doncic wasn't making the playoffs, you are out your mind. Like, that's what Devin Booker needs. He needs someone like a Luka Doncic. And and De'Aaron Fox would... Imagine if it was De'Aaron Fox, Luka, and and Bogdan Bogdan. Bogdanovich just getting knocking down threes, and then you have Harry Giles as your center. Sacramento's in the playoffs too. Like they messed up big time. The, the thing about Luca is he's it's only two players, him and Harden. Like you can literally give the ball and not run any plays. It can everyone just stand, get space out the floor, and just let Luca go, and he can just make a play because you can't stay in front of him. And the thing is, Harden plays Different. Harden plays fast. And like Harden's going 100 miles an hour, and he's shooting, and he's getting layups. But Luca, and, and granted, Harden's assist rates are great, but Luca plays so slow and controlled and so methodical that he Harden is a butcher. Harden's just slice, 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 slice. I'm cutting the meat super fast. Luca's a surgeon. He's like, all right, slice, slice. <laughs> slice. I'm gonna be methodical with my cutting, and I'm gonna kill you with a death death of a million cuts. Well, Harden's like, I'm trying to cut your head off every time. I yeah, agree. I guess. I guess what you're saying is like Luca's like, uh, where in the '90s it was all about the one on one. I'm gonna take slow it down, isolate you, and and you know make pick you, you apart. Yeah, man. Luca's very LeBron and Magic Johnson esque. 
He's some serious. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I'm glad you realize it now. I told y'all, I told y'all when the draft was happening. Right, look, I told y'all when the draft happened that the Atlanta Hawks made a big mistake taking Trey Young over Luka Doncic. Big mistake. Did you? Did you? Yes. You pick Luka over, you want Luka over Trey? Yes. You're a Luka fan. Yes. Okay. Justin, what are you talking about, Justin? I, Schubert, please, please back me up back. here. I don't know if you were that big on Luka. Schubert, like Schubert wait, Schubert, no, don't, don't let him do this on the pod. <laughs> Schubert, please tell Justin. Justin is trying to say, Justin asked me the stupid question of saying, wait, you were pulling for Luka? You're a Luka fan? <laughs> Schubert, haven't I been a Luka fan since the jump? Don't, don't let him, don't let him come on this podcast and set dumb narratives. Dude, yeah, I mean, um, uh... Since Dave, Linden, since the draft. Yeah, Lyndon's been with him since the draft, for sure. I mean, he's, he's definitely I been on the Luka like, train. I was the guy who was like, bro, he's from Real Madrid. He had a bunch of playing time in, in a professional league. And I was saying why people should draft him. You was like, I don't know. Trey Young, the number one pick. He shoot like Steph. I don't know. I don't know. This man is different, man. Trey Young is, is a good scorer. Luka's a great player. A superstar. Trey Young may be an all-star. Luca is a as a generational talent. Nah, right there's now, a t- definitely Luca's better than Trey. Too. All right, all right. That's what I want to hear. All right. All right. Next. The, I'll keep it real. All right. I, I appreciate that. But the Clippers gotta come. The Schubert, what do you what do you need to see from the Clippers to, to win this series? Because right now the Mavericks are in the driver's seat with momentum. And with having Porzingis play really well, having their bench come through, they seem like a well-rounded team, and Luka's leading the charge. You would think with guys like Paul George and Kawhi that they could shut down one man and they should be able to get their own. But to me, Kawhi's not being assertive, and they're not playing good defense. They're not living up to their defensive name. Uh, I mean, I think that uh, what we saw with Luka tonight is that he's going to put himself into a corner at times, especially in an emotional series. Yeah. So it, it's all about the Clippers being able to make the shots. Like Justin said earlier, I mean, they missed a lot of shots. Paul George did not perform today. I mean, he's got to be a guy who's averaging 20 a night. Yeah, so, he does. He cannot get 13 and think that's okay. Exactly. I mean, Paul George is the guy that you have to be like, you have to expect that standard from. So um, that's really what they really have got to accomplish to win the series. I think they will. I, I just – I, I really think the Mav- Mavericks are battling themselves. And, and today, yeah. their bench stepped up. Exactly. I agree with that 1,000%. And like, in the words of Skip Bayless, uh, Paul George went from Paul George to George Paul. <laughs> if you guys watch Skip and Shannon, because he definitely had a George Paul performance today. Let's get to, oh, boy. I didn't watch the game until after I found out and I watched all, I, I skimmed through, watched all the highlights, watched moments to understand what went down. I watched majority of the game, uh, the rerun. My goodness, when I found out during the day that the Bucks lost to the Magic, 122 to 110, I almost lost my mind. Y'all oh, know, bro, I am so excited that this happened because it's what I said. The Bucks are, uh, uh, it are, uh, uh, was the word I'm looking for? The Bucks are a regular season team. Giannis is a regular season MVP. I got to see more from them. But granted, the Magic won game one against Toronto last year, same way, and then they got swept. Same shit could happen. But the Magic came out. Vucevic was killing, had 35, 
Fultz set the tempo of playing point guard really good, 15. Philly should be shooting themselves in the foot that they got rid of that young boy because they need a guy like Fultz right now. They need Fultz bad. Uh, uh, Terrence Ross had 18. Uh, DJ Augustine, such a great, just solid backup point guard. 11 points, 11 assists. And then you have uh, uh, without, what's his name? Without uh, Gordon, they won. Man, and then look, if you look at the Bucks, the Bucks stats, Giannis had 31, cool. But like we were saying, Tobias Harris can't have 13. Paul George can't have 13. And Chris Middleton, my goodness, you cannot have 13 either. You are the second best player on this team. How, how are the Bucks supposed to win if you have 13? And the Lopez brothers got to stop shooting them threes because they was just a missing yesterday. What, Justin, I'm going to start with you. What did you see from the Bucks that just... What'd you see from the Bucks, man? Is was this an anomaly? Was this a a fluke, or was this something that they need to be worried about going forward? No, I think you know they'll be they'll take the series. Uh, the Magic they shot they, they they shot really well that game. They did, but you know the, the game it, it got pretty close. You know in, in the fourth quarter, and you know Giannis the, the, at the end of the game the court shrinks and they know he's yep. trying to drive. And he's not a great shooter. And I really feel like down the stretch, you know, uh, Milton, he's a, he's a good player, but he's not a superstar. Yep. So I think it, all of that was shown in that game. I don't think he's a player that you can just give the ball to and let him go one-on-one like I'm a call. No, he's not like that. You know, he's going to score throughout the game. And Giannis, he's just – he can't he's, – he's not a good shooter. And they're going to pack the lane. And you're going to have to make shots. And until some, tell someone is on that team that can, that is, can make shots, this is going to keep happening. Schubert, does this give you more hopes for the Celtics to make the finals and the Heat to make the finals? Are you, or, and the Raptors, or are the Bucks still the favorite? I um, mean, I think the Bucks have really shown a lot through this period. And I think this kind of, like, cemented for me that what was happening in the first eight games wasn't because they were waiting for the playoffs. It seems like to me is that they actually are having some issues playing in the bubble. You know, Orlando is actually the only home team, so actually yeah. they get a little bit of home field advantage in this, in this series. They can actually um, – well, no, they can't really go to their house. Anything. Yeah, they have to stay in the bubble. I was about to say they can go home. Yeah. No, they can't. But um, it's it's great uh, that the Bucks are at least facing this adversity this early. You know, maybe this is something that kind of lights their fire. And they can fix um, it. But yeah. – but yeah, what was Middleton shooting from three? Does it say you have uh, in front of you? Let me see. I don't. I do not have it in front of me. I just had the. Oh, okay. I need to get. I need to get off of Google Stats. Hold on. I'm gonna get to. I'm gonna go to uh, NBAStats.com. So. But anyway, you know, Middleton's got to be the guy who's shooting those consistent threes, and that's the only way that they're gonna be able to contend with these other teams. It's got to be Giannis scoring probably thirty a night. <laughs> yeah. And um, <laughs> and Middleton at least getting twenty. And, you know, that's that covers 50 points right there. And I think their bench could give you another 50. That's the thing, man. They, they need their bench to perform. And but more so than that, they need their stars to perform. And that's what did not happen the other day. I got the whole. If I got they're the missing sh- anyone, I bet they're missing Brogdon, man. They're missing Brogdon. So much better with Brogdon. They're missing Brogdon bad, like really bad. Because like you because look. Uh, Middleton shot. Hold on, I don't want the, the the Orlando. Middleton shot four four twelve. Ooh, four out of twelve. He was shooting thirty three percent. Uh, Brooke Lopez. So shot he got two. all his points from three and a free throw. 
Brooke Lopez shot two for nine, 22%. That can't happen if he going to just chuck up threes. Dante DiVincenzo, one for six. Uh, Robin Lopez, one for one. Pat Connaughton, one for four. That's what I'm saying. They were missing shots. They weren't hitting their threes. And when you live and die by the three, that's what happens to you, my friend. And that's what was shown from them. Hopefully the Bucks can rebound. and But we shall see. This just gives me full belief in my team that I think is going to win the East. And let's get to them. The Pacers and the Heat. The Pacers beat the uh, the Heat beat the Pacers one thirteen to one hundred one. Jimmy Butler had twenty eight points leading his team. Bam Adebayo had seventeen points, ten rebounds, six assists. Goran Dragic, the Dragon, who is the dark horse of that team, had twenty four points. Tyler Hero had fifteen. Duncan Robinson had six, but they didn't need him to score that much in that game. And they play tomorrow. By the time you guys hear this, Justin, what did you see from the Heat in that first game that that really impressed you? They're so well rounded. They're tough. They got shooting. You got Jimmy Butler. And I just really think that the only thing is that, you know, you got Tyler Hero, who's pretty young. Uh, Duncan Robinson, he, he hasn't really, he hasn't been in the playoffs. Yeah, they, they, they're they, just very young. Yeah, they, they haven't touched that, you know. They, uh, they, they haven't been deep in the playoffs yet. But, I mean, they have everything to make it. Except experience. That's, they have a great coach with with championship experience. They got yeah. Jimmy, who has experience. Bam is is is. I think this is Bam's second playoffs, but still, Bam Bam's coming along slowly. Yeah, serious playoffs. I mean, sorry, sorry, I'm, not, I'm sorry. Well, well, yeah, White Sides. I'm, I'm sorry. He was there last year. Yeah, White Sides on Portland. This yeah, Bam's getting some some uh, experience. Kelly Olynyk has playoff experience. Yeah. Uh, Goran Dragic has. Iguodala, Jay Crowder. Like, they have the right vets on that team to lift Robinson, Nunn, and Hero to get their mind rights. I love the Heat. And Iguodala and Crowder are going to be very important when they play teams like the Celtics to guard Tatum and Brown. And then when they play guys like uh, when they play the Bucks to guard Antetokounmpo. And they play hard. They play yeah. hard entire game man and like, and that's something that would that's a that's a common thread that we're talking about the raptors they play hard the celtics if they've been playing hard the heat they've been playing hard that's that's what we're seeing in this bubble when you don't have fans to lift you up you are your own sense of energy and momentum for your team and if you don't consistently play hard and you think you can turn it on like a switch those are the teams that are losing and when I say play hard, I'm not talking about, you know, not like rebounding. That's also important. But like it's the, way, the like, little thing, like, like it's diving way. on the floor for the ball. It's, yeah. it's boxing out. It's when you come off a screen, run off that screen hard. Don't just lollygag around the screen. Exactly. Like guarding things right. Just doing everything hard. That's, yep. that's about playing hard. No, I, I understand 100% what you mean. All right, yeah. Schubert, I'm going to come to you for this next one. Portland won game one against the Lakers, 100-93. to What did you see from this game? Because to me, I thought the Lakers were in control of this game for majority of the game. I think they slipped up and, and they played silly basketball, which thus made them lose. Because Dame didn't have didn't the best to, of game. I didn't get to watch that game last night. I didn't uh, really get to see the late game, but... When I was watching the highlights, it really did seem that it became Dame Lillard at the end. I mean, I just don't think that, and we talked about this before, that they have anyone who could cover him. Caruso is not going to be able to do it. Um, and and I think, you know, especially what we've been hearing from social media since that moment is that the Lakers have to get some performance from their role player shooters because that's not LeBron's game. It's not AD's game. They can hit them, but that's not 
you know, they, they need their guys to be able to, to make, make those, th- make their shots. I mean, with yeah. Danny Green and, uh, KCP, KCP, yeah. KCP can't have one point and Danny Green can't have 10. They got to make more shots than that. KCP didn't hit a single shot. Justin, to me, LeBron played good with 23, 16, and 17. But LeBron got to have more than 23 points, man. He has to get to 25 to 30. And AD had 28, but the thing is he had 21 in the first half and he had seven points in the second half. You can't do that. And that's the AD that New Orleans saw, the guy who falls away in the fourth quarter and who's like just vanished and has all the talent in the world, but has no dog mentality in him. And LeBron has to do better. Granted, LeBron plays bad in all game ones. He's going to turn it on. But to me, the Lakers should have won that game. Anthony Davis has to suck it up and stop saying that I'm not trying to be the five. Look, AD, the best lineup that the Lakers had was when you played the five. If I am LeBron James, I am forcing him to play the five. Playing Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee is cool, but that clogs up the paint, which takes away space from both AD and LeBron, and then it forces them to penetrate a tiny bit and then kick out, and those shooters are making it, whereas if LeBron had total control of the paint, he could go to score and get those shooters even more open Justin, what do you think from this Lakers game? To me, I'm not blaming it on LeBron. I'm going to blame it on AD, Danny Green, and Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Yeah, that's another thing. I know uh, I said it's very simple, but it comes down to making shots, man. Like, you know, you, you can't have, you know, Pope make have oh, for, oh, for nine. Like, you're taking nine shots and missing all of them. Yeah, Danny Green, uh, he's off. Uh, Anthony Davis, he's not impactful. You have to have an like they just like you know they lack like when Bron had uh, D Wade, he had someone who would D Wade. He was always on go, no matter what fourth quarter, third he wants the ball. When he had Kyrie, he had dog. Yeah, Bron, he's not that. LeBron's personality, he's a great player, but he 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 doesn't have that dog in him to just you know take over a game. He 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 shows it at times. But that's not his personality. It's more passing the ball. And AD, he doesn't have that dog, it seems like. So either you find it or y'all make shots, but y'all, they, like, they have to figure it out. They got they to, to, man. Because all I seen in the fourth quarter was guys passing the ball around, setting screens, and just nothing was going on. Yep. And the so, thing is, they could have beat Portland. Portland was not, like... Hassan Whiteside probably played his best game of the season against these dudes. Hassan Whiteside did his thing, and I don't expect that to happen all this entire series long. Who else played well? Melo had 11 points, 10 rebounds. That's expected. Nurkic played pretty well with 16. Dame had 34. It was a quiet 34, but it was still 34. CJ McCollum had 21. Those dudes didn't go off until the final minutes. They played all the way through. The Lakers were up, I believe, 89 to 84. And AD and LeBron both missed two free throws back to back, thus giving the Portland a chance to come back into the game. If If LeBron and AD both make their free throws, I don't know if Portland wins that game. I mean... I think they they would have been up by like one or two, so they would have definitely no. Had- not at the free th- at the free th- when when AD and Bron missed, they were up eighty nine to eighty four. They if AD and 
No, they were up. I'm telling you, because that's when Kuz, that's when Kuzma, the Lakers, when Kuzma hit that layup, they both get in. And then the next two times, Portland misses, and they get fouled both times, and if they both miss. And then after that, Portland comes down, hits a three, hits a two, and then gets and then starts to take the lead. If they if they hit those shots, both of them, that's two, that's four points. It's fucking 93 to 84, a nine-point game, which is different than a five-point game. Bro, they were down. Yeah, they were down yeah. at one point. Yo, no, no, I'm talking about like when Bron- when LeBron had missed those two free throws. First, it was eight for in in the fourth quarter, right? Yeah, I'm talking about in the fourth quarter. AD had missed two, and then Bron had missed two, right? Yeah. Four, yeah. So four. The Portland Trailblazers, they were up that entire time. If they would made four, they would have been up by like one or two points. I thought there was no Justin. I thought there was up eighty nine, eighty four. We gotta pull that up now, man. I'm pretty sure that they were down when they when they missed those, those two free throws. Cause I was like, man, that's big free throws that they missed. It's like they could be winning right now. But see, that's why I okay. So do you remember when Kuzma made that layup and they were they had the lead? Yeah. That's right after that was when they started shooting them free throws. I gotta remember the Kuzma. I don't know. I don't remember the Kuzma layup. Cause Kuzma came in and started Kuzma came in, hit a three hit a two, and then hit a layup, and then they took Kuzma out to put Dwight Howard in, which also Frank Vogel got to fix his lineups because if Kuzma's on fire, you can't take him out to put Dwight Howard in the game. I don't understand that. And that goes back to my point of AD has to play the five because you need Kuzma in there for points. He stretches the floor. And I got to give Kuzma credit. He played well. They just didn't take – they just took him out at the wrong time. But Anthony Davis has to be more assertive. And LeBron got to get more than 20 points. I'm sorry. 16 assists yeah. is cool, but your team needs you to get 30 points and, like, seven assists. Yeah, the thing with the Lakers is they just can't let Portland be in the game in the fourth quarter. And because it's going to get to Dame time. And, and, and Portland believes that when it comes down to those last couple minutes, their superstar will elevate play. Gary well, Trent hit a covered three-pointer, went in, and the only reason why it went in is because he was feeling the vibes of Dame. He's big time. And, I mean... Yeah, I was. I'm glad you mentioned that Gary Trent thing because that's what I was gonna say. I mean, he had two points going into that last shot that kind of clinched the game, um, and you know, it's a p- huge shot to make at the end of the game for someone who had only had two points the whole game. You can't so, let I mean, them have wide open. Dame hits two threes wide open. Melo hits a three, and then Gary Trent hits a three. How y'all gonna win when y'all playing la- half-ass defense and missing free throws? Like I don't, I don't get it. LeBron, instead of all those flashy passes, back them dudes down and go to the bucket, man. Cause AD not doing it. Like I'm sorry, you gotta take over. But like I told Justin off air, LeBron always plays lackluster in game ones, so he can have motivation like come game two. Right, it's only game one. It's only game one. And we got more. Exactly. We got more. The Clippers, both the Clippers and the Lakers. I all all leading up to this same thing with the Bucks, like you were saying, it was oh they're just waiting for the playoffs to turn it on. What's the playoffs? It's time to turn it on. Y'all can't just play this way, or it's gonna continue and you, it's gonna snowball. Something said. It seems like everyone's trying trying to play play small ball now. Everyone's just spacing out, and the best team who plays small ball is that guy is is the Rockets, and they've been they look like they've been doing their Man, thing. So, look, I was shocked the Rockets beat the Thunder. If I'm gonna keep it a bean, the Thunder yeah, did. Me too. 
The Thunder's oh, offense oh. was so stagnant. The Thunder didn't move on offense. Charles Barkley even talked about it. It was the Thunder just had no sets, and they would just stand around and watch Chris Paul do his thing or watch Shea Gill just do his thing. That's not what got them to the playoffs. What got them to the playoffs was playing great offense, moving the ball around, having good ball movement. And one of those dudes off the bench, Dort, Baisley, one of them dudes got to step up, because or Ferguson, because if not, they're going to lose. And I need to see more from Danilo and Shea. Shea has to play better. Shea didn't shoot the ball well. Shea, Danilo had 29. Paul had 20. I was going to say, Danilo pretty good. Yeah, Paul had 20. Danilo had 29. Steven Adams had seven. Schroeder had six, which can't happen. And Shea Gill just can't have nine. Like, those two dudes have to have over 10 points for them to win. And they have to play a little bit better defense. But like you said, James Harden with no uh, West, Russell Westbrook had 37. That's how you dominate. That's what a star does, comes out and dominates. That's that dog. And then you want to talk about your number two, Eric Gordon, stepping up when Bron, when Westbrook's not there, dominates. And to KCP and to, uh, and to uh, Danny Green, you want to know what a role player does when they need them to step up? Jeff Green, 22 points, dominant. Um, ben McLemore, 14, wasn't missing threes, only missed two threes. That's what a shooter does. That's how you play hard. And the Rockets, as much... As people talk crap on him, granted, it's how, it's how Harden plays later in, in games, like in round two and round three. That's yeah. what that's what's gonna show if he's if he's changed. But to say this you is know, game one and come out, the Rockets played super hard, and I was impressed. You know, if the Rockets end up making a pass and go in the second round, let's say that Portland does it, get past the Lakers, it's gonna be hard for the Lakers. Oh well, no, I know. I'm saying like if the Lakers don't get past Portland and Portland goes to the second round, oh, I think I think the Rockets. You have that, yeah. Like, yeah. for because the way I've been looking at the bracket is like Lakers, Rockets. I just don't see that that matching up well for the Rockets because yeah, I feel like the Lakers are so kill. big. Yeah, they yeah. are. And in Jeff Green and PJ Tucker can't do nothing with AD and Dwight Howard. They just go dunk on them all day. Know, <laughs> go um, ahead, Justin. Pitch, pitch your point because I, I look the Rockets when they hit threes, they they're unbeatable. Damn near. All I'm saying is that you know a lot of teams I've been watching like. No, rebounding is very important, but the Rockets have showed that they could beat teams without needing rebounding. You know, they, they just hit a lot of threes. You got James Harden mismatches. It creates a lot of problems. And I just feel like a lot of teams are trying to play small ball. A lot of teams are jacking up threes now. I just play. I just think that plays to the Rockets' State advantage. Play. So the I thing is, like if you're playing the Rockets, you got to pound the ball in a paint. Stephen Adams should have had more yeah. touches. That's what they should do, but teams aren't doing that. Yeah, no. He should be in the post getting buckets, but he's not doing that. He wants to be a four and shoot threes. Yeah, no, that, that can't happen. Yeah, no. should be doing, but they're not doing. Like, everybody on the Thunder should be posting up, getting in the paint. Like, Danilo Gallinari is taller than most of that team. He got to be in the paint. Like, it's just play to the, your strength and stop trying to play to other, other teams' strength. And that's something that we're going to see. But right now, man, the best-looking teams are the Heat, the Raptors, Portland, Dame Dollar killing it, and, uh, and uh, the, the Rockets. And Yeah, those are the best teams, the looking teams. The Rockets, Portland, uh, the Heat, the Celtics, and the, and the Raptors right now. Mavericks, Mavericks as well. Let's pick tomorrow's games and the games leading up to uh, – Leading up to win before our next pod. So first game, I'm going to give you all. This is at 12 o'clock tomorrow. Heat Pacers. I got the Heat winning. Jimmy Butler is not about to lose to TJ Warren. Jimmy Butler's coming out and playing. I got the Heat winning. Justin, who you got winning? I got the Heat winning, too. Schubert, who you got winning? 
the, the common trend that we're starting to see with at least the back half of the games is that we're starting to see a split. Uh, and I thought the and I didn't get to talk about the Pacers Heat, but I thought that the Pacers are in the game. I mean, they were. Yep. So I, I think it's it's pretty up in the air. I think I'm going to take the Heat tomorrow, but I don't think that series is going to be like a sweep. I think that series is going to yeah. I think that series might last a little while. All right, for sure. Uh, next game, I'm gonna start with you, Schubert. Thunder Rockets. Do the Thunder come back and get a game while the Rockets going up 2-0? No, I think the Rockets are gaining their momentum now. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's I think it's time for them to try and uh, put this put, put this their away. foot on their neck. I mean, I, you know, again, I feel like these series aren't going to. I don't I don't really think there's going to be too many sweeps. So I don't want to like start picking up teams and be like, okay, well they won game one, so that means they're definitely winning the series. You know, there's this is another series that comes comes together with two really evenly evenly paired up teams and like what we said in the bubble is that it seems like anything can happen so but i i do feel like the rockets have earned the driver's win tomorrow yeah man i want to pick the rockets but i just feel chris paul is going to come out and play his heart out i think if the thunder win this the series continues but i think if the rockets win this game this series is damn near over because like she said they're going to put their foot on the next i'm picking the thunder just because i think chris paul is going to do something but I wouldn't be surprised if the Rockets win. Justin, who are you picking? Rockets. I look. I'm not. I'm not mad at either you or Shubert. When does Justin, Westbrook come back? Uh, we don't. I, maybe next round. Maybe like. Mm. I think. I think next round for sure. Maybe two weeks. So who knows? But next. Next thing. I'm going to you, Justin. First, Bucks Magic. Do the Bucks avenge their round one loss? Yeah, I got the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, I, I got the Bucks too. The Bucks are gonna come out and, and dominate probably. Shubert, who you got? Yeah. Bucks. Bucks. All right, Schubert, I'm coming to you. Trailblazers and Lakers, 8 o'clock tomorrow, the primetime game. Who you got winning? This time I'm going to pick the Lakers. I guess I picked them last time, too. I think that um, LeBron is, you know, I love the memes uh, this week. Uh, you know, Josiah Johnson had some really funny ones. Yeah, and, uh, and like, I just feel like LeBron has really gotten into those guys in the bubble. And they, there's nowhere to hide now. Him, so yeah, they got yeah. they got to see him. It is it's no going home to your significant other and trying to hide from LeBron. No, LeBron gonna get in your ass, AD. You better be ready. I got the Lakers winning too because I don't think LeBron going down 2-0 to damn dollar. If he does, watch out, it's gonna be bad. Uh, Justin, who you got? Oh, you freaking Portland, damn dollar. Let's go. Do you think they're gonna sweep? Are you like Charles? I'm going with Portland for tomorrow. I'm, oh, I'm just just tomorrow. Sleep. I'm going. I'm going with Portland. Wait, Charles said they're gonna sweep. No, Char- Charles Barkley said they was gonna sweep. Oh, okay. No, you said Charles. No, Charles not. Charles didn't say that. Okay. <laughs> but you I got Portland tomorrow. Portland tomorrow. All right. It's, it's their time, bro. And the next game is on Friday, which I think we all think the Raptors are going to win. So there's no point in talking about that one. Nuggets, Jazz, Justin. I'm coming to you. Who you got? Nuggets or Jazz? Who? Nuggets. Game three, yeah, I'm going with the Nuggets because Spiders, they asking Donovan Mitchell to do a lot for that team, yeah. man. It's going gonna, it's gonna to cave in at some point. That man need help bad. Uh, Schubert, who you got winning, Nuggets or Jazz? I got the Nuggets. Let's get this guy, Donovan Mitchell, out of Utah. <laughs> yeah, let's let, he, he got to go. Come, come Go to the Knicks, Donovan, and, and go play with Zach Levine. Uh, next up, clip, uh, Celtics uh, uh, 76ers. I think the 76ers are toast. I got the Celtics. Yeah. Don't matter. Actually, yeah. Like, all right, y'all. Both, all right, cool. We all. All right, game three, Clippers Mavericks. I'm starting with you, Schubert. This is Friday. Mm. 
Friday. I, th- I still think it's going to be the Clippers. I guess my thing about the Mavericks is, like I said earlier on, is I feel like they're really at a battle with themselves. Yeah. Um, and I would say the Bucks too. I feel like, you know, maybe Luca and, and Giannis both kind of seem like to me that they can get really emotional in the game. You know, Luca getting five fouls and not really being able to play the fourth quarter at all is dangerous. So yeah, he got that, really lucky. He got lucky that, tonight. That, the, that, the, that Paul George was not on because, yeah. like, they should have taken advantage of that. If that and happens, so if, if similar Paul situations like shots, that happen, that's a 20 point lead for the Clippers. That's what I'm saying. So I just don't know if the Mavericks are there yet, but yeah. they're, they're showing really promising, promising stuff. I'm glad they got one. I got the Clippers as well on Friday. Uh, Justin, who you got? I got Mavericks. Ooh, Justin going with the Mavs. Okay. Saturday, Bucks Magic. Uh, I think we do we think the Bucks are gonna win this? Is this one we can skip over? Yeah, I'll say Bucks, man. I just think that the, they had a good game. The Magic had a good game. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, next game is the Pacers and Heat on Saturday. I got the I got the Heat taking a three over. It's hard to man. pick because you don't know what happens in two. Yeah, I know. All right. Uh, this will be the last one we pick because you're right. There, we gotta. There's no way we can know until so. In in the other games of TBD, I would so. pick the Pacers though. You got the Pacers. All right, I got the Heat. Justin, who you got? I got the Heat. Also, I want to change. I got the Clippers. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was like, bro, what you doing? Rockets Thunder that Sunday game three. I got the Rockets winning this one, so the series will be two one. Schubert, who you got? Rockets a uh, Rockets Thunder. I'll probably say the Thunder. I think it's going to be similar to your classic playoff where, you know, some teams are going to go 2-0 and then the next team will tie it. Yeah. We'll, get, you know, get it. Still game. the NBA. Game three, Justin, I'm coming to you. Lakers, Trailblazers, who you got? I'll give the Lakers one. You giving them one? Yeah. I think <laughs> at this point the series is tied. <laughs> I think the Lakers go up 2-1. I'm choosing the Lakers. Schubert, who you going with? If the Lakers uh, tie it, yeah, we, well, just game three. Who are you going with? <laughs> I, I don't hear nothing you saying right now. His his mic just, I think his mic cut out. Say something, Schubert. Yeah, I think his mic cut out. All right, well, uh, I, I'm going with the Lakers. I think he might have said the Lakers. Yeah. Oh, you said the Lakers? Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, well, yeah, that's all the games we're going to pick because the other ones are game fours and game fives to be, de- to be determined. But we gave you up until Saturday, and we will be back next week talking all things playoffs. So, Justin, oh, well, real quick, real quick. Schubert, what would you think about what some of the things that uh, the Pelicans just – I know we're not supposed to talk about them because it's not the season, but what do you think about some of the coaching candidates you're hearing? I heard people saying Darwin Ham. I'm hearing people say uh, Fizdale. I'm hearing people saying Kenny Atkinson. I'm hearing people say uh, Jerry Stackhouse. I really like the idea of Jerry Stackhouse being a former player, being someone who did it at Vanderbilt, being someone who coached in the G League winning, being just a, a, a coach who understands how to play. Also like Kenny Atkinson and Darwin Ham. But Alvin Gentry got fired. And also I'm, I'm kind of upset that people like uh, people like Amin Hassan and Charles Barkley are saying Alvin didn't get a fair shake. Bro, Alvin Gentry has been playing, has, has not been coaching well for these past couple of years. Granted, his teams haven't been healthy, but like, why build a culture of losing around this young team? You have to have a culture of winning. And it's like, Alvin Gentry hasn't shown that he should have stayed. Like, when you have a new GM, the GM should be allowed to pick his coach. It doesn't matter if him and the new GM have a relationship. The new GM wants his own guy. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know. Um, I, you know, the one name that I've, I don't really know his name, but the, uh, the guy who was under Kenny Atkinson at. Oh, Vaughn for the next. Vaughn. Yeah. Yeah. For the one who was in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like him as like the dark horse, but the Jerry Stackhouse thing, I haven't heard that, but it makes a lot of sense. I like Jerry Stackhouse a lot, man. That would be awesome. Also David Griffin's comments about Brandon Ingram is a two guard was very interesting. Brandon Ingram's a 6'9", two-guard. Does that mean Drew Holiday's out the picture or Lonzo Ball's out the picture? I don't know. I think Drew Holiday would be out the picture. I think Lonzo is someone that you're going to want to build around just because you've worked with him so much. And just because he had an off-bubble does not mean that he lost all of what you saw from Jan- from this season. Granted, the bubble was bad, and but the fact that Lonzo admits that it that it was bad and says he what he he knows now what he has to work on shooting wise when he's not there and how the team needs him, I think that's good good to know. Whereas Drew Holiday is your biggest trading piece for a team like Denver, for a team like uh, Philly for a team like uh, the Heat. If you could trade Drew Holiday to any of those teams, maybe get Tobias Harris, maybe get, I know they wouldn't get rid of Michael Porter Jr., but if you can get Gary Harris or Jamal Murray, or if the Heat, you could get Duncan Robinson, Kendrick Nunn, if you could, or Kelly Olenek, pull off some of their good guys for Drew, that would be big for the for the Pelicans because any of those guys, whether it's Tobias, whether or Al Horford or Kelly Olynyk or Kendrick Nunn, or if you look at the at the Nuggets, uh, Gary Harris, well, some of those players, I think they would all be a benefit to the Pelicans. What if the Pacers were like, "Hey, we just want an all holiday team," and they trade Brogdon? <laughs> I would love it. Give us Brogdon or or Miles Turner or Sabonis, TJ whichever Warren. big man, whichever big man you want to give us. Now nah, they're not giving us TJ Warren. TJ Warren part of their future. <laughs> they will not do that. No. Justin, who would you like to see Drew Holiday get traded to? Because I think it's gonna happen. Drew Holiday. I like to see him get traded to the Mavericks. For who? Who would they give us? I mean, I feel like the Mavericks, they'll be good with Drew Holiday. But I, I don't mean, think they have nothing to give us, though. You got Seth Curry. Boban. You got some oh, Jeff. Oh, shoot, if they tried to give us Boban, I'd lose my mind. <laughs> like, what? What, what are you giving us some slow have, dude who I, can't guard? I, I don't know. Look, I'd rather have some of the Mavericks bigs than um, Favors right now. That's true. Maxi Kleber wouldn't be bad. Maxi Kleber would not be bad, but... Powell. I, I, I think Definitely the Heat... Uh, I would want to see him the Heat. The Heat would be fire if you could. Get, yeah. If we could get Kelly Olynyk and either Hero Robinson or none, if we could yeah, get, get them to get run over to one of them, that'd be tough. Especially if it's Robinson or Hero. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, it, yeah, definitely put them out east. But my my choice is that it would definitely be to the either the Heat or to the Mavericks. The Mavericks, one thousand percent. Definitely use them. No, and look, one of these teams, all these teams right now could use Drew Holiday from the Mavericks to the Heat to the 76ers to the to the Bucks to the freaking uh, Suns. All uh, all those teams could use them. So, but that's all the time we have this week. Justin, tell the people they can find you at on social media. Yeah, so my ad name is Justin Baptiste 22 I'm on all social media platforms. And also, you guys can also find me on my blog, TrajanLays.com. Y'all definitely be sure to check out Justin's blog, Trays and Lays, especially since draft is coming up. The lottery's tomorrow. Hopefully the Pelicans get their number one spot. Don't let us get it two years in a row. Shit going to be crazy. Schubert, LaMelo. <laughs> no, I don't know if we want LaMelo. That would be, that'd be problems. Schubert, tell the people they can find you out on social media. 
We want James Wiseman. That's what we want. You, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at hubert 14 and you listen to Bros Who Binge. Last week, we had a, a really good, um, well, our first YouTube episode, so go yeah. check that out on YouTube. She was lit. Um, but myself against, J, uh, sorry, Jake Madison. And Big Jake Madison. Jake Madison and I faced off and pitched it, and it was a really good one, so check that out. We also reviewed um, the Umbrella Academy and what two episodes ago we in the last episode we entered or not La- last we, episode though the last one we, we did reviewed. lovecraft country and project power yes lovecraft country and project power and then this week coming up we're tax hopefully gonna, gonna do tax collector yeah and ted lasso and then probably um, lovecraft episode two and then keep an eye out for myself on Run It Back and and, and coming up soon. We just did our poll out there. We're apparently Linda and myself and Ian are gonna watch uh, Goodfellas, which yep. I've never seen before. So oh, you've never seen this is gonna be a great Run It Back. Yeah, Goodfellas that should be out next Thursday. Uh, Bros who binge out Monday. Y'all be sure to check out the most recent episode of Anime Talk that dropped this week. Uh, be sure to uh, check out. Next week, we're going to drop the running back for the Goodfellas and probably anime running back. So just be on the lookouts. Follow us at Bros Who Think for more information. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube. But thank you to everybody who's either joined the family slash community through YouTube or through whether you listen to it through the audio uh, pods. We truly, truly appreciate you. We love our community. We love our family because y'all make this shit so, so fun. Everybody who responded in the polls, we're going to make sure we do a good job with good fellas. And that's the type of stuff we mean with the community stuff. We want you guys to tell us what you want us to review, what you want us to discuss. If you want us to discuss an album on this show, let us know. If you want us to discuss some crazy event on this show, let us know because it's about you guys. We make this content for you. We want you guys to have the best content available. But for Justin, for Schubert, for Tommy Rouge, for Brooklyn, for Doom, my name is Lennon. We will be back next Thursday, as always, bringing you the best podcast on the planet. But until then, you guys have a good one. And peace. so bad, she a week two, wearing the cosplay for me and it's see-through. She got an ass on her looking like Kjo, and she a hustler, grind for the peso. Uh, grabbing your waist while we both watch the hentai. I want to go rounds, but you won't make it this time. Loving the taco guy, she can't get over me. Calling me over the beat of her ovary. I get the sheets wet, she got me twisted. We fucking the key sweat. She need a break, time to rotate, deep breath. Say you ain't never had sex with a wee bit. Do what I gotta do, bet I won't back out. Feel like the rock, I'ma give her the smackdown. Having fun with it, your body my playground. On game, I'm so determined to see you about to the point where I'm starting to need.